Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. <laughs> It is therefore ordered and adjudged that the said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby, acquitted of the charges in said articles. Take that home, honey, maybe we'll frame it. It's the only good headline I've ever had in the Washington Post. Unscripted, vindictive, at times profane, angry, rambling response to his impeachment acquittal. We first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. Insulting and going after his perceived enemies. Former FBI Director James Comey, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Adam Schiff is a vicious, horrible person. Nancy Pelosi is a horrible person. And she wanted to impeach a long time ago. It was vindictive. It was full of revenge. It was mean-spirited. It was poisonous. It was spiteful. I don't give a fuck. You are fake news. Fucking own, bitch! Very fake news. How dare you! He must be impeached. Skag three over here. Big Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Vaughn. Welcome. Hello. God, what an absolutely insane and jam-packed week of news. Uh, it might be a five-hour show tonight. I'm hoping for maybe two. I don't know. We'll see. Something in between. Point is, I'm going to try and not waste time. We'll just get as quickly into it as we can. Three I big forgot stories about tonight. the Oscars because of the news cycle. Yeah, I know. Well, I was I would never watch anyway. But oh no, thank I you. just care who's looking fat and stuff. <laughs> thank you for tuning in if you've decided to stick around here instead of watch the Oscars. But uh, of course, three big stories tonight. Three big stories this week. We'll go mostly in chronological order, though. We will jump around a little bit. Uh, basically, nobody wins in Iowa. Uh, some reports say Buddha Judge won. I'm I'm a Pete truther. Mayor cheat. Hashtag Mayor cheat. I don't buy it. No. Uh, Bernie wins the popular vote, supposedly. We'll go through the results. And the Democrats are now in preparation for uh, Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. Quietly, their debate on Friday night, which was kind of weird to have a Friday night debate. Did you watch the uh, whole thing? I did while I was editing a video, so I wasn't paying full attention. Only a couple noteworthy moments in what I thought was mostly boring. But we'll check in on that, too. Uh, Nancy, of course, steals the State of the Union show with a ridiculous tantrum, uh, ripping up her copy of Trump's speech. We got into that a little bit on Wednesday, and I talked about it myself uh, yesterday, but we'll, we'll touch on some other pieces of the State of the Union as well. The Senate, of course, acquits Trump uh, at the impeachment trial, and Trump takes a victory lap. And CNN is very, very offended, plus a case of hoax hate 
to close. And uh, we'll take Super Chats on YouTube or Streamlabs or DLive in between topics, of course. 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's Matt Christensen Media. Dot com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website, of course, is special deals from listener-owned businesses. This week, our feature business is our friends at uh, Sonoran Defense Technologies. Sonoran Defense Technologies is a firearm dealer based in Arizona, but with a focus on the online community specializing in Glock polymer laser stippling, custom Glock builds, and other firearms engraving, as well as general firearms and accessory sales. Sonoran Defense has several easy-to-order easy to order laser stippling packages, but can also accommodate one-off custom designs upon request. The new hybrid Atrix Alpha stipple package is an updated version of their flagship design that has been a customer favorite. It provides the same superb grip traction as the traditional hybrid Atrix with a new unique aesthetic to really enhance the overall look and feel of your Glock. You can even order a brand new Glock with laser stippling from Sonoran. Just reach out for a quote via the contact form on their website, which is also linked uh, on my deals page. Sonoran Defense also offers laser-marked AR or AK magazines uh, with many designs to choose from, as well as secret underground designs you'll have to check out on their social media to see. Um, so follow them there on Instagram, at Sonoran Defense. They even do custom requests to put your own personalized images, text, or logos on magazines for you. Listeners of this show, of course, Get 10% off all products and services from Sonoran by using the promo code G's. That's J-E-E-Z. G's. Find everything you need from Sonoran Defense, plus the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Charity Swipes, Phoenix Ammunition, Black Rifle Garb, and more. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. A couple quick announcements before we hop into some brief news stories. Uh, thanks to everybody who emailed me this week, and some people got in touch with you. The sync issue is back. YouTube had promised that they fixed our audio video sync, but clearly that is not the case. Uh, so it was back once again last week. I know it's very frustrating as a viewer to deal with that issue. And believe me, it's frustrating as the creators of this show to have our hands tied because it's on the YouTube processing end. And every week I email the same person at YouTube. They're like, oh, I'm going to send this to the engineer team and we'll get back to you. And then they get back to me and say, oh, we fixed it. And I say, okay. That episode is now back to normal, but this is a recurring thing. Why is it happening? It's like half of shows, yeah. yeah. Why is it happening for months on end? And they go, oh, I don't know. Just email us if you have any problems. And it never gets fixed. So thank you for being patient with that issue. If it does pop up and it's bothering you, we know a few things about it. One, that it depends on the platform you're watching it on. Some browsers have the issue. Some don't. Some apps have the issue. Some don't. Uh, so try a different platform to watch it. Or if it's if you can't figure if YouTube's giving you too many problems, check out D Live Bitchute linked in the description. They never have the issue over there. It's part of how we know it's YouTube's problem is because the same signal goes to all those places. Only YouTube. That's that's Blue Sky. My fiance drinks that same stuff. Is that oh, the root beer? Yeah, like I drink a soda like once a week. I was gonna say, do you guys get each other into that? Oh, it's so good. I wanted oh. it the whole pregnancy. I'm like, give me one of those blue sky root beers. Yeah, I'm surprised. Isn't that poison for your baby? One of the many poisons? Fuck off, live chat. I'm going to have my <laughs> pregnant soda a week and everybody can suck my balls. <sighs> that hasn't changed. I mean, that's <laughs> not, there's nothing new there. Uh, there's so I much also, judgment around pregnancy. God. <laughs> I have to give myself a, uh, a fake news. So here it is. Oh, yeah. 
You are fake news. Correction from last week. I, I just totally botched the Michael Bloomberg story. And for that, I apologize. Blame hurry around the Super Bowl. Blame being ill, whatever. I, I, I totally failed. I confused a Michael Bloomberg Parkland ad with the one that played during the Super Bowl, there is a Parkland ad, but that it's not that one. I thought that mom was a Parkland mom. She's not, as emailers and chatters pointed out. That is the mother of uh, George Kemp. She lives in Houston. It was interesting that the ad portrayed it as a violence against children issue, inflating the statistics. But as people were pointing out, George Kemp was 20 years old when he was shot in a gang-related incident. Yeah. So, you know, one, is this a gun issue? Debatably not. In fact, almost certainly not. And two, was George Kemp a child who was the victim of gun violence? No, he was not. He was 20 years old. So uh, that is the proper facts on the Michael Bloomberg ad. And I regret the error. Apology for that. Of course, the uh, the big uh, news item of the weekend news cycle is the Friday night massacre. We're going to get into all of Trump's acquittal and all of this. But uh, of course, Trump has now fired Alexander Vindman and his brother, who I guess also works at the National Security Council. Vin, both Vindmans are out. So Trump fired them on Friday. He also fired uh, fellow key impeachment witness Gordon Sunland. Mm-hmm. So as of Friday, Sunland's out, the Vindmans are out, and Democrats and media are presenting this as some sort of massive scandal because it's, it's the Friday night massacre, according to Jim Acosta, on CNN, uh, of course, making a comparison to uh, Nixon's famous Saturday Night Massacre. Here's, uh, here's Jim Acosta with Wolf Blitzer. He clearly has not learned uh, the kind of lesson that uh, Republican Senator Susan Collins and others were talking about earlier this week. The only lesson that the president appears to have taken from all of this is that he has escaped impeachment and now he can go after his enemies, real and imagined. It's a significant development. Uh, it's a Friday night uh, already. and. And three officials. Friday uh, night uh, massacre, it seems. Yeah, that's what I'm sure that people are going to start calling that. <laughs> I don't know if they will or not. But of course, the key distinction between the two instances is that Nixon fired people prior to the investigation. The yeah. That's that's why it was controversial. Right. I mean, is the conclusion here that Sundlin and the Vinmans are owed a job under I don't under know. the pleasure of the, or at the pleasure of the president? I, Can I he never fire them? They're desperate looking for another controversy. I wonder what it's going to be next. And now, it, once again, they're firmly on the side of Sunland. Bizarrely, remember when Sunland was corrupt because he donated a million dollars to Trump's inaugural uh, event, his oh. inaugural committee? Now we're back to Sunland's side. So first it was bad that he was an ambassador because he had donated money. Now right. it's bad that he's been fired as ambassador because what? Because revenge? Well, again, you serve at the pleasure of the president. Right. The president decides you don't. He doesn't want you to do that job anymore. He doesn't, and there's no implication into the integrity of an investigation because the president was acquitted. I, I love this language about acquitted. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. He wasn't really, says Maisie Hirono. Not really, but this language about like, oh, Trump clearly hasn't learned his lesson. What lesson? Right. You you did not convict him on the charges. Therefore, there aren't lessons to learn. Okay. Anyway, there was a there was a mass shooting in Thailand, which I did not have a lot of time to look into. But what's, it's what's a this weird about? story when I started reading about it uh, yesterday, I was like, definitely this was yesterday, wasn't it? Um, definitely terrorist related. But according to CNN, it wasn't. Uh, so we'll see. Hmm. Um, a shooting Motive at a military unknown. base in Thailand's northeastern province, which is called Korat. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. At a crowded shopping mall, left 58 injured. 
30 of whom remain hospitalized. So there will be more deaths, surely. Two people died in surgery, I believe, this morning or last night. Um, before the gunman was killed by police at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. So Thai authorities said the attacker was believed to be um, Army Lieutenant ooh, Jack Wapanth Toma of the 22nd Ammunition Battalion. He had a machine gun that he had stolen, 800 rounds, two short guns. Um, and the Prime Minister of Thailand is saying that the rampage was sparked by an argument he had at his base with another soldier over a land-selling commission fee. Mm. Um, he also said that the gunman had taken hostages during that standoff a little bit later. But he didn't elaborate on how many or what happened to them. And then after the shooting, uh, or after he shot the fellow officer that he was quarreling with, the gunman took his gun, shot other soldiers. It wasn't immediately known how many military personnel were killed. And then after that, he left the military base, drove to the shopping mall in a military Humvee that he had stolen wow. and shot civilians along the Do way. Do we know how far he traveled? Like what the distance was? It couldn't have been too far. I mean, hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I believe one police officer was killed. Um, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, I, I don't even have a death toll at this point in time because people are still in critical condition at the hospital. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. So still developing story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was looking a little bit into Thai gun laws because of course that's, you know, where this inevitably goes in, in terms of how politicized these things are these days. And I didn't spend a lot of time looking at it, but it is notably more restrictive than the United States. You have to have a license for these things. You have to demonstrate need to the authorities. And of course, none of that was particularly relevant in this case, because it sounds like the guy just stole government slash military property. Yeah. Okay. And the Humvee, well, I'm sure, was bulletproof and all sorts of stuff. Oh, I just looked it up. Uh, the de- As of an hour ago, the death toll is up to 29 with 57. Wow. Jesus, man. Well, all of these things would be fixed if we could just ban such things. We'll make not only murder illegal, but the possession of murder tools illegal. And I wish I had more time to talk about this because, of course, the story in Virginia advances. Given how dense this news week is, we'll have to be quick here. But just a note for people who are following the story. Um, I did a video, what, a week and a half ago about the guy, the legislator in Virginia who wrote the assault weapons bill, who said the difference between hunting weapons is you shoot them like this and assault weapons for mass shootings, you shoot them like this. So he's banning the guns that you shoot like this. Is and that, that even true? Uh, well, any gun that you shoot like this. Is gonna, I mean, you could shoot any gun in a style that you want. I mean, no, it's not true is the short answer. The guy has no idea what he's talking about. But he wrote the bill and it passed through committee. So what this bill, if it makes it through the full Virginia legislature and Ralph Northam signs, which all signs are, you know, could happen very realistically, if not likely. Uh, Not only will the sale of new quote unquote assault weapons. So generally your AR 15s, your AKs, whatever your your semi-automatic rifles with certain attachments or certain features, those new sales of those will be illegal. But what's craziest about this is it actually restricts magazine capacity to 12 rounds. And the possession of those magazines, even if you already legally own them, will be a crime. So let's say you got a whole bunch of, I hate the language of high capacity, standard capacity, 30 round <laughs> AR mags yeah. in your garage or in your safe or whatever, like tons of Americans do. You'll become a criminal overnight for possessing those. So presumably you'll have to surrender them to the state or you'll destroy them or sell them to someone out of state. I mean, this is madness, but this is the direction 
that um, that Ralph Northam is going, I guess, um, and the Virginia legislature. I guess what happened is this passed through committee on a almost a strictly partisan basis. There was one Democrat who abstained, but it was a 12 to 9 vote in committee. whole bunch of people were in the room protesting during the vote, and police just removed members of the public and made it a closed-door session so that these legisla- legislators could resume uh, without even, you know, without it being open to the public. So. Who abstained? I, didn't, I just saw that noted, but I didn't see who or why. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, Joe Biden is taking notes from Virginia. Joe Biden is in trouble in, well, we'll talk about his dismal Iowa performance. He was never forecasted to do well in New Hampshire, but he's still there trying, trying his damnedest. And I guess he's taking notes from these Virginia legislators too, because here's Joe Biden earlier today in New Hampshire, warning of AKs with 50 clips in the gun. Joe Biden. We're unwilling to have a rational policy. It says you cannot have 20, 30, 40, 50 clips in a weapon. The tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. A great line. Well, guess what? The fact is, if you're going to take on the government, you need an F-15 with Hellfire missiles. There's no way an AK-47 is going to take care of you. Yeah, I don't know. The Taliban has done uh, pretty well with AK-47s fighting off uh, the world's premier military power for 20 years. Yeah, really. So I don't even that. know what he meant to say. He must have meant magazine. He meant rounds. fifty rounds in the mag, but oh. a clip is an improper term in the context of an AK forty-seven. Without getting too technical, yes, he means the amount of of cartridges in the magazine that is inserted into the to the gun. Okay, but <laughs> but he 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 botched a lot of the rest of it. Too. Like he said, the, the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots. No, it's the blood of tyrants. Well, it's the blood of patriots and tyrants. I suppose. I mean, but the, the saying is blood of tyrants. If Unless I'm mistaken. Did no, I it's get it blood wrong? of patriots and tyrants. Patriots and tyrants both? Well, maybe I'm being too harsh on him then. But the uh, point is... Well, I mean, tyrants, it's an important part of the quote. <laughs> yeah. You just don't want the patriots the, to die. The, the idea is that tyranny does not surrender power. Generally speaking, it does not surrender power back to the people voluntarily. Mm-hmm. It takes a revolution. Right. Again, that's not me endorsing a revolution, Susan Wiki. The point is, yeah, it the blood of tyrants is what restores liberty. That's the idea behind the quote. It's you know, we're getting kind of technical, but you know, Joe Joe having a rough time and uh, my god, it was a rough week for him. <laughs> and uh all signs point are pointing to it getting rougher. I don't uh, know what the debate for the first 20 minutes I'm like he's exceptionally coherent. Did you actually watch it? He seemed a little fired up. I got really bored after about 30 minutes. And then mm. I was, so I assume all of his gaffes were when he like got tired and hungry. I didn't catch any major Joe gaffes. We're going to talk about some of the, uh, an exchange on race and their concept of democratic socialism momentarily. But, um, but yeah, it did seem like he had a little more energy. Elizabeth Warren also had a dismal night in Iowa. And there was this great moment this week captured. Uh, she, so she flew into Des Moines on Monday on a private chat. She's going back and forth for impeachment stuff and back to Iowa during the vote, basically. And she got caught on film, uh, getting off of her private jet. And this clip is amazing. I'll, I'll just, I'll pull it up here, but you can see her get off the plane here and there's somebody filming and she catches the person filming and I'll just go right back here behind my staffer with remarkable precision the whole way. Totally concealing herself. She doesn't want to be seen doing this. 
Why uh, wouldn't they just fly commercial? It would be such good press. Well, in October, Warren was asked what she personally is doing to reduce her campaign's environmental impact. And Warren responded saying she mostly flies commercial. But yeah, I guess uh, this was the one time that she was caught not on a commercial flight. I can't believe it. What are the odds? Uh, last item quickly here before we get into what happened in Iowa is this crazy story in Jacksonville. Uh, there was some sort of so police in Jacksonville, Florida are saying a van crashed through a tent where Duval County Republican volunteers were registering voters on Saturday afternoon. Nobody was injured. But what happened, I've not seen footage of this, but maybe there's some out there. According to the reports and according to police, several volunteers were working the event when a man driving an old brown van pulled up toward the event. He drove the van through the tent and then he stopped and got out of the van and took a video of the scene before he flipped everyone off. <laughs> so police are not yet saying the motive one would suspect it's political. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. A police spokesperson is saying the incident is being investigated as both an aggravated assault and an interruption in the political process. <laughs> not so this isn't like of- a Santa Monica Pier old man incident. Uh, well, it doesn't, uh, I, I, you'll have to refresh my memory on that. Incident, that was that actually. farmer's market where that old guy was just like, where am I going? Then he drove through the farmer's market and oh, killed yeah, like 12 yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. Well, if the report is accurate, I mean the, the flipping off, he had some reason to hate these people and one would surmise that it's political, but yeah. maybe it was some other personal reason. I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's, let's move into Iowa. We'll have to keep this show moving because there's so much to talk about tonight, what but a disaster. A hilarious disaster. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was highly entertaining. Uh, First and foremost, it looks like Joe telling people not to vote for him worked out exactly (laughs) as planned. Nobody really knows who won Iowa necessarily, but definitely not Joe Biden. Are they in the middle of a recount right now? So there's no formal re-canvas and or recount, at least as of like a couple hours ago. There was one requested as of yesterday, right? Tom, I'll I'll get into it in a moment. Are you talking about Tom Perez? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I had not seen a candidate. Yeah, that's where it gets confusing. Um, I'll, I'll discuss it in just a moment. But as it stands, so Joe Biden, Joe Biden finishes fourth. Again, if you believe these results, and I won't get into later why I'm a Pete, I'm an Iowa truther. Hashtag Mayor Chief. But if you believe these results, Joe Biden with a disappointing fourth place, barely edging Amy Klobuchar. These are your top five viable candidates, basically. As it, This is as it stands out with 99.9% of precincts reporting Pete Buttigieg, who we declared dead, roaming the desert in search of one black voter. Apparently he found them. Uh, has a 0.1% edge in the delegates awarded, but Bernie got 3,000 more votes. Elizabeth Warren coming in third. So, um, and a hilariously rough night for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, she actually finished fifth place in Pocahontas County, Iowa. She lost to Amy Klobuchar in her own Pocahontas County, Iowa. She could not deliver victory. So nobody really wins, at least in so far as the AP is unable to declare a winner citing irregularities, uh, both, both the closeness of the race and irregularities in how this actually played out. So, uh, D, as I mentioned, DNC chair Tom Perez requested a recanvas, a recount, basically, or a reassessment of the results. But the Iowa Democratic Party says they're not going to do that unless a candidate requests it. And as of now, at least as far as I've seen, chat, correct me if I'm wrong, no candidate has. But the Iowa Democratic Party has moved the deadline for that request to Monday at noon. Why so wouldn't some, Bernie do that? The margin is so small. 
Why wouldn't anybody do that, really? Well, not I, Pete. I, I'm not probably, Pete, but anybody else. Yeah, He's probably having celebratory butt sex as we speak. <laughs> so um, it, it, beyond just Biden and Warren, who had massively disappointing evenings, it's a disappointing evening for the party as a whole. The, t- the turnout here was drastically below expectations. Something yeah. like 176,000 Iowans participated. It's right about the same number as 2016 and well below the nearly 240,000 who participated during Obama's uh, first run against Hillary in 2008. And they thought the turnout was going to be closer to 250,000, nowhere near it. So, so all of this, you get this whole mess on Monday night and it was kind of fun to watch. I was kind of tuning in and out because everybody, all the cable networks are just sitting around waiting for results and nothing's really happening. And you're not getting any more information. Everyone's speculating about what's going wrong. And all of a sudden Pete Buttigieg just trots out and proclaims victory with no public information to substantiate why he's doing this. But Pete Buttigieg just shows up and says, thanks, Iowa. All, in, all indications are we I won. Win. Tonight, yeah. an improbable hope became an undeniable reality. So we don't know all the results, but we know by the time it's all said and done, Iowa, you have shocked the nation. By all indications, we are going on to New Hampshire victorious. Okay, but what are the indications though? (laughs) By what indications? By being in a very, very, very narrow lead. Did at you, that moment in time. Well, and even that, nothing was available at that point in time. There was nothing. Nothing was available when he they, made the statement. Campaigns had their own internal assessments because they have staff at each precinct. So they were suspiciously confident. That's okay. That's part of hashtag mayor cheat. I'll definitely get into, you know, what's behind that theory or at least that suspicion later. Uh, you'll notice uh, we constantly joke about how Pete has no black support. Wow, weird. The six people who who support Strange. Pete Buttigieg happen to be right behind him, perfectly framed with the video. Yeah. That's odd. A lot and of people you know wondering. He's not sleeping with any of them either. <laughs> there's only one guy, I think. Oh, there's a dude back there. Oh yeah. Unless maybe some, maybe one of them is a coveted trans woman of color, but I think they all support Elizabeth Warren because she panders to them so hard. Who are these black people supporting Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> I mean, I should have, I shouldn't have cut it out, but at the start of the speech, all these people are chanting boot edge, edge, boot edge, edge. (laughs) Come on. Nobody, nobody seriously chants that. Okay. So what the hell happened here? A lot of factors. First and foremost, apparently the, the, the results of the caucus were being reported through this shadow app. Uh, shadow was developed. Tell me what you've learned about this. I know there's a lot of controversy about this, but more suspicious than even I Okay. Okay. So there's some, at first when I saw this happening, I was like, I mostly believe they were trying to steal it from Bernie and they couldn't stomach doing this with Warren. So it had to be Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, well, I don't know. I'm willing to entertain the incompetence angle because, you know, Democrats, right? So what they did wrong, they did a few things wrong. The Iowa Democratic Party, they did not train volunteers on how to use the app oh. from the tech company Shadow. Um, that wasn't the only problem. <laughs> Seems like an obvious thing to do. But yeah, okay. I mean, you have to demo the app and test it and everything like that. And they did that, but they didn't. They did it on some random random testing platform, and not on the App Store or the Play Store. So they didn't really know how mm. that was going to roll out, and it was a disaster. Um, nobody knows how to u- knew how to use it. 
it was just it was really rushed. The whole the whole process was really rushed. Um, more suspiciously, presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg's campaign contributed money to this firm. Um, Federal Election Commission filings reveal that his campaign gave tens of thousands of dollars to Shadow on July 23rd, 2019 for software rights and subscriptions. Yeah, and they're saying basically this, is, Pete is officially saying this is like text messaging services, uh, basically. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, so they also had an investor in the Democrat Democratic Digital Nonprofit Organization acronym. Uh, paid $60,000 over two installments by the Iowa Democratic Party to build the app um, to help make caucus voting easier. And filings also reveal that the Nevada Democratic Party paid that company, Shadow, uh, $58,000 for website development. And Nevada, Democrats in Nevada, which is, of course, what, two weeks, roughly two weeks from now, they're already out saying we're not doing Shadow during our, uh, they do a caucus in Nevada as well. Do they get their sixty grand back? I think, well, I think, I don't know. I guess it, that would be the question. Did they pay them for this specific service or something else like Pete says he paid them for? Right. I mean, I presume that they gave them money in anticipation of also using the app. So I wonder how suspicious that is. Hmm. But um, Mayor Pete, like, why? Why would you do that? Well, there's that. And then, of course, the people who developed this are, uh, many of them are connected directly to the Hillary Clinton campaign. So funny that the people who somehow uh, coincidentally accidentally screw over Bernie yet again, weird. They're all Hillary Clinton holdovers, but they That's didn't try to, I guess we're going to talk about this Donna Brazil clip eventually, but like they did, they did not yeah. try to cover their tracks at all. It's the shamelessness. It's like, we're not even going to try to hide well, what, what crooks we are, which is why I was like, is this just, here's my counter with the Hillary people is remember when, uh, when all this email stuff broke and Debbie Wasserman Schultz got implicated and she resigned from her position as DNC chair yeah. with people heckling her at the convention and immediately like she walked out of the convention center and Hillary's right outside like, okay, you're, you're part of my campaign now. She was hired immediately on by the campaign when she was at the height of her national scandal, national scrutiny, Hillary shamelessly brought her on board to, to help manage the campaign. So as someone who generally likes to believe in competence over malice, the Hillary people have a established yeah. track record of doing things with exactly the lack of shame that you're describing. Yes. So who knows? I don't know. But the app I've was clearly a disaster. Also heard, but was not able to confirm. Although I do believe this, that George Soros donated 2.6 million hmm. to shadow. Um, but Snopes says it's not true, so I guess. Oh, sure. well, that's the final word. <laughs> I don't always. know if it was Snopes, but leftist media is like, this is bullshit. So the app didn't do anything. Everyone has to resort to backup plans, which for most Democrats, uh, for, for most of these people running these precincts in Iowa, they have to call Democratic headquarters. They have a, <laughs> they have a hotline to do this. I mean, it makes sense. It seems foolproof. Like, okay, if the technology fails, just, you know, write down your results on paper, call them in. We'll verify. Okay, that can't really fail. Or can it? Of course it can. These are, <laughs> this is democratic management. So of course it can. A, there was an amazing moment on CNN. So everyone's trying to call this hotline to get their results into Democratic Party HQ in Iowa. One of these precinct secretaries is on the phone. In uh, He's from Story County trying to report his results to the party HQ. He's been on hold for hours. Meanwhile, he's talking to Wolf Blitzer on CNN. He happens to get taken off hold 
during his call with Wolf Blitzer, and the, the party HQ just hangs up on him. They tried to, I think, promote an app uh, to res- report the results. The app, by all accounts, just like doesn't work. So we've been recommended to call into the hotline, and the hotline has not been responsive. So, this is a real coincidence, Wolf. I just got off hold just now. So I've got to get off the phone to report the results. All right, uh, go ahead and report your results. Can we listen in as you report them, Sean? Yep. All right, cool. let's listen. All right. <laughs> okay, hi. Hello? They hung up on me. <laughs> they wow. hung up on me. Okay, Great. I've got to get back in line on hold. <laughs> Great system in Iowa. So the, everyone's trying to call in to report their results. I love this story out of Bloomberg. Oh, it's Trump fans. Trump fans flooded the Iowa caucus hotline. According to some Democrats, uh, at least uh, some meetings that were being characterized in this Bloomberg reporting, Democrats in Iowa are claiming that Trump supporting trolls posted photos of caucus paperwork online, presumably 4chan, I think they mean. And then trolls flooded the phone lines with praise for Trump. But I've seen no reporting about how many of these Trump praising phone calls were actually received. And I've seen no reporting about how many phone staffers were actually at Democratic Party HQ in uh, in Iowa. And even if this is true, I don't know how many of them there are, but you're telling me that your your backup communication lines are not secure? This also should have been a problem that is foreseeable. You have to have these things secured. Yeah. Uh, okay. N- that's not all. The the of course the caucus system is kind of Odd. Obviously, it doesn't work purely on popular vote. We were discussing this before um, before we went live. But you can think of it as somewhat akin to the Electoral College. The idea here is that there are all these precincts. So, like, if you, you're going to go down to your local gym, your local high school, or whatever your meeting place is in your community, and everybody goes there. And if you're a Joe Biden supporter, you go over there in the corner with all the other Joe Biden supporters, or maybe the other two, depending on where you met. And... If you let's say you're like a, a Tulsi Gabbard supporter, someone who there's very little support for that candidate. If it's less than 15 percent support for that candidate, you have to go into a, a corner where there's more people. You got to pick a more viable candidate. That's how this works. And then they tally up all the people in their little corners and they award delegates based on those counts. So if you're in some small podunk town where 50 people came to this caucus, the possibility of a tie is very real. And in fact, this played out in several cases. How do they resolve this? How do they award delegates based on a tie at these precincts in Iowa? They literally start flipping coins. And some people were suspicious because it does seem like there's footage of several coincidental Pete Buttigieg coin flip wins. Mm. Warren and Buttigieg are tied, um, and in order to break that tie, we have to flip a coin. And here is one such coin toss. Heads. You got people around him literally saying, like, no, don't flip it one more time. Flip it again. Flip it again, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But a judge lids. This this is so bad, as you mentioned. That you got Donna Brazil on Fox News saying, wow, people need to clean up their act or everyone's going to think this is rigged. 
It matters that we get this right. I spent a lot of time in those rules and bylaws committees setting up this procedure, which I've done now for more than five cycles. You want to get it accurate, because if we don't get it accurate, somebody's going to complain tomorrow that they were rigged or something happened. <laughs> something happened like 2016 when I leaked, leaked debate questions to the Hillary Clinton campaign from CNN. Something like that. Uh, not a shimmer of of like self what's the word i'm looking for self-criticism in her eyes self-awareness yeah whatever do you think she was even thinking about that i don't know she's uh, this again if you one of my favorite pieces of interview journalism of all time is megan kelly interviewing donna brazil donna brazil calls her kelly the whole time kelly kelly they was like a thief in the night there was that and then she also claimed that her emails <laughs> were fake and stolen it was one of the great, it was one of the greatest interviews uh, in political history. It really was. Now I mentioned that I'm an Iowa truther. I am hashtag Mayor Cheat, or at least maybe I should be more fair to Pete. I I don't know that I don't know that I'm willing to accuse him of cheating. What I am willing to say is that these results are too odd to be believed for me. Okay, yeah. so one. We've described his connections to Shadow. So he, you know, it's some it's tens of thousands of dollars for services he says are unrelated. But there also is the a financial name connection. Shadow. We didn't address yeah. that either. That's that's pretty brazen too, to your point about uh just you know going all in. Mm. There is a financial relationship. Um Shadow, as I mentioned, is is made up at least in part or significantly of Clinton associated staffers. These people are hardly known for fairness uh to Bernie in particular. Odd that it worked out to kind of screw Bernie that way. But beyond even that, beyond just the shadow stuff, this is the statistical performance, the numerical performance here does not make any sense. So I know the caucus system is weird. I know it's not strictly a um, uh, uh, popular vote and that the polling isn't uh, as indicative as it or, or as accurate as it might be in, a, in just a regular uh, popular vote primary. But we do know that this Iowa caucus had dramatically lower turnout overall. Yet I'm supposed to believe that among dramatically lower turnout, which again is a gauge for voter enthusiasm, somehow Pete had significantly higher than expected voter enthusiasm. Right. Everyone was just really stoked uniquely to vote Pete, but nobody else. Yeah, cared. It's not his state. I don't, I don't really, I can't think of a reason that he would be uniquely recommended here. He did have a good ground game. He did put a lot of campaign effort into Iowa. And so what? But, but, but my question, so he got all this unique enthusiasm. How? Pete's support in Iowa was in decline for the last month. His momentum was down, not up. So if you go and look at the aggregated polling on Real Clear Politics, on January 1st, he was in a near tie with Bernie at about 21% support. Since then, by the end of the month, uh, by the end of January, he had fallen off to 15 or 16 points. I get it. That's a five-point slide. That's not huge. But we're talking about a candidate who performed 10% better than expected. And he was only expected to perform at about 15%. So 25, 15 is a big jump when you're trending the wrong way. And, um, and the other factor here is that there's only so much of that vote to go around given how many candidates there are. So yes, we have a lot of non-viable candidates. We have Styers, we have uh, Tulsi Gabbards, we have Andrew Yangs. Yeah. But for this to make sense, it's for that to explain his bump, all those people who were in a non-viable candidate corner who had to reassess and go somewhere else, almost all of them, pretty much all of them would have to go to Buttigieg. I just don't buy that with how 
scattered this field is still that everyone just suddenly swarmed to Buttigieg? It's all too fishy for me. It's just yeah. weird. I, mean, I guess that they had the same motivation to steal this from Bernie that they did the last time. But you think at this point they would just be like, we're just going to rally behind the most feasible candidates, the most electable candidates. So whoever wins, wins. Like Maybe stuff like this that is guy. so bad. I mean, I don't know. At this at this point, wouldn't you just be like, yeah, we're screwed. Let's just try to get it together for 2024 rather than air all of their incompetence and cheating. <laughs> like, what are you doing, idiots? The only other point I want to raise here, and I know it's cliche. Everyone's been making this point this week, myself included, but I have yet to hear a decent answer. So I will raise it again. If you are a Democrat who is still loyal to this party and believes in the ideas being espoused, how can you possibly look at this dysfunction and expect these people to properly or even competently manage your health care, your education, your finances, every other aspect of your life? They literally cannot manage a vote of 170-some thousand Iowans, but you think they can carefully and, and micromanage Every single piece of the economy, they could central plan, centrally plan the entire economy and this would work out. I know it's not, I'm just saying, I haven't heard an answer to that. Who are the people who believe that? Explain to me how you can see these, how you can believe these two things at the same time. That it's hashtag mayor cheat, but also Medicare for all will work. Yeah. Okay. I I look forward to hearing an explanation on that one. Last piece from Iowa. <laughs> I, I take it you've seen this clip already, but I, I look forward to your reaction anyway. There was a woman. I didn't even see what precinct this was at, but she voted for Pete. She found out that he's gay on the spot, and then she sought to change her vote because of that, and the precinct captain is trying to persuade her otherwise. This was an amazing moment. So are you saying that he has the same-sex partner? He? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's married to him, yes. We need to find out that Well, then I don't want anybody like that in the White House. So can I have my card back? I don't know. Yeah. Sign it. We could go ask. Should it really matter? That's what... Well, he better read the Bible. He does. And he says that God doesn't choose a political party. Why does it say in the Bible that a man should marry a woman then? Based. Well, I totally respect your viewpoint on it. This has never been brought out before. It's, it's common knowledge. Fair enough. I never heard it. Should it matter if it's a woman or if it's a man or if they're heterosexual or homosexual? If you believe in what they say. It all just went right down the toilet is where it all just went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with oh, this old boy. lady. Oh I mean, she God. definitely should have known that it is common knowledge. Everybody knows he's gay. Yeah, well, I can't, I don't understand how you could listen to Pete enough to be persuaded to vote for him without hearing his, your quarrel, sir, is with my creator that actually God wholeheartedly endorsed anal sex. He thought sodomy was awesome. Yeah, like, totally. Whatever. Have your opinion, but that's Pete's bit. He says it all the time. Mike Pence hates me on account of my, how I was made by my creator. Like, he, yeah, really. he always does that. In my loose butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I yeah. see where she's coming from. And that look that she shot was just classic. Amazing. Just- yeah, that's, that's me and Morthy. Mm-hmm. I've not seen reporting on whether she was able to change her vote or not. I would I be curious. I doubt she was. Well, clearly someone else is uh, typing in the votes in Iowa anyway, so it doesn't really matter. 
if I believe this thing was uh, as bungled she or as cheated. She shouldn't be able to get her card back. That is um, common just knowledge. As, just as a matter of process, you, you don't think she should? She didn't do her due diligence if she did not know Mayor Pete was It's there. her fault, 100%. Totally her fault, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, before we move on from the Democrats, as I mentioned, they did have a debate in New Hampshire. Everybody's basically moved on to New Hampshire now. And, uh, of course, we have the primary coming up on Tuesday. There was a debate on Friday night. And you remember that moment from the summer where uh, the debate moderators asked, raise your hand if you would support uh, health care for illegals under your government-run health care plan, and they all raised their hands. Yeah. There was a similar moment in this debate where George Stephanopoulos asked, do any of you have a problem with a self-titled Democratic Socialist being at the top of the Democratic Party ticket? Nobody raises their hands except for Amy Klobuchar. Check this out. Let me just ask, is anyone else on the stage concerned about having a Democratic Socialist at the top of the Democratic ticket? I'm not. <laughs> Senator Klobuchar? So. Um, I, Bernie and I work together all the time, uh, but I think uh, we are not going to be able to outdivide the divider in chief. Donald right. Trump's worst nightmare is a candidate that will bring people in from the middle, the people that are tired of the noise and the nonsense, and they are tired of the tweets and the mean stuff. All that mean stuff. I think she's got the right answer there, but it's funny how it was twisted to a Trump thing when it's like, right. no, lady, you're right. Like the voters you have to pull are not socialists. In yeah. fact, they're heavily skeptical of that label and what it means. Yeah. Right answer. You know, wish she would have gone for it a little bit more, but, uh, but you know, at least she at didn't least, want to alienate Bernie's supporter. At least she's the one who raised her hand. It looked like Tom Steyer was trying for a second. Everybody forgets about Tom Steyer. Yeah. Did you see him walk onto the stage? What a weird walker. I did not. What was weird about He's his walk? He's got like a hunched saunter. I saw that and I was like, unelectable. Unelectable. <laughs> was he sufficiently tall? What was his height rating? I don't know. I mean, it matters to the American public what the president uh, looks like. The amount of confidence yeah, he carries. Yeah, it does. His height. It all, it all matters. I'm sorry. That's why everybody was... liked Romney, but despite him being... Um, We'll totally get to, Rom but we'll get to Romney later. I, I didn't know Romney is a man of faith. Well, I, I couldn't believe it. I learned that this yeah, week. I've never heard that before. Um, so the, the other noteworthy moment from this debate that I caught is, uh, as we mentioned, Pete has this ongoing problem, not just with attracting minority support, but with this record of law enforcement in South Bend. So the moderator, her name is Lindsay Davis. She presses Pete about his record on race and arrests by race during his tenure as South Bend mayor, asking why arrests of black people for marijuana related offenses increased during his time in office. And he just kind of dances around the issue and she really presses him on it. And then Elizabeth Warren gets her chance to pounce and she says, we need race conscious laws in this country. I'll leave it up to you to determine what that means. But what a crazy exchange. Mayor Buttigieg, under your leadership as mayor, a black resident in South Bend, Indiana, was four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana possession than a white resident. When talking about the problem on national terms, you've called it, quote, evidence of systemic racism. But you were mayor for eight years, so weren't you, in effect, the head of the system? Well, the reality is, on my watch, drug arrests in South Bend were lower than the national average. How do you explain the increase in black arrests in South Bend under your leadership for marijuana possession? Uh, crime. And again, 
the overall rate so. was lower. No, there was the an increase. Rate. The year before you were in office, it was lower. Once you became in office in 2012, that number went up. And one of the strategies that our community adopted was to target when there were cases where there was gun violence and gang violence, which was uh, slaughtering so many in our community burying teenagers, disproportionately black teenagers. We adopted a strategy that said that drug enforcement would be targeted in cases where there was a connection to the most violent group or gang connected to a murder. Senator hmm. Warren, is that a substantial answer from Mayor Buttigieg? No. We cannot just say that criminal justice is the only time we want to talk about race specifically. We need race conscious laws in education, in employment, in entrepreneurship, to make this country a country of opportunity for everyone, no matter the color of their skin. None okay. of that meant anything. That's my biggest problem with all this. This is all meaningless. Yeah, it's just a bunch of platitudes about yeah. like, you can't ever erase systemic racism, but we never have to stop trying. Well, he kind of gets to the issue there, even though he'll never admit it, the politically, not just inconvenient, the politically untouchable reality that crime is not committed equally by race. Right. I know that it's politically suicidal for him to get up there and say, you know what? Um, not only is drug-related uh, offenses, we can debate whether marijuana possession or whatever should be a crime. The reality is it is. And the other reality is drug possession, drug consumption is not equal by race. The other reality is crime overall is not equal by race. So let's say you're in the process of committing one crime and you're caught with drugs on you. That would be one explanatory variable. But yes, you would have to grant the idea that... Crime is not identical. Is There's not an identical rate of crime by race. He'll never do that, but that is the obvious answer here. And it's so... It, but he goes to this he gang tried. violence thing. Oh, it's there's a gang violence issue. And then he goes to... And black people are the disproportionate victim of the, the gang violence. Okay, who's the disproportionate aggressor? That would also be relevant. Is It's those it, white gangs. Is it the evil white gangs? Is it the yeah. Jared Taylor gangs running around destroying the black people in South yeah, Bend? Yeah, they're all like white doo-wop dance crews. Yeah, and and none of this is good. Of course, none of the... I'm not saying, oh, that means it's not a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Gang violence, regardless of who it's victimizing, is a problem. But for everyone to dance around the issue and pretend like, well... It's, it's inconceivable that different races are arrested at different rates. Well, it's not inconceivable if the crime rates among those races differs. Right. It's actually totally predictable. As far as Elizabeth Warren, I, I don't even know what she's talking about, but I take that, what did she says? Race conscious laws. I take that to mean <laughs> laws that treat people differently by race. We did that with Jim Crow. Are we going to reverse? We're going to have yeah. reverse Jim Crow? She's I mean, clearly talking about more affirmative action. Is that what she means? Yeah, of course. Yeah. She talks about it um, in education and in entrepreneurship. Well, so like there have to be X number of black business licenses oh, distributed. Yeah. So we'll go. That's like the South African model, man. It's pure insanity. Well, it totally worked there. Things are going great in South Africa. <laughs> it's the model. Yeah. Uh, good luck getting your race conscious laws through uh, the scrutiny of the Equal Protection Clause, lady. I want to see how that works out at the Supreme Court. Uh, good luck to you. And if all of this. If these people sound particularly insane and radical, I think that's because they are even Pete Buttigieg is a moderate. Elizabeth Warren is a moderate relative to Bernie, they sometimes say, or she's a practical progressive. These people are insane to the point that old school Democrats are really taking notice. I appreciated these clips from uh, James Carville and Chris Matthews this week, both of whom are like, 
our candidates are saying insane things and we're going to lose. Yeah, we're gonna Man, lose. Listen, listen to this. Look at the British Labour Party. I mean, we're, we're like talking about the, he, people voting from jail cells. All right, we're talking about not having a border. Come on, people. Everyday people are out there struggling. We're trying to get votes in Northern you're Wisconsin. Saying, and you're saying you, you're concerned that you consider Bernie Sanders uh, for open borders and for uh, uh, well, incarcerated people he voting? Is, is that what he you're said, He said he's not. He, he said that we should give people a ticket. I don't want the Democratic Party of the United States to be the Labor Party of the United Kingdom. The issue of this campaign, it is that word socialism. Some people like it, younger people like it. Those of us like me who grew up in the, grew up in the Cold War and saw some aspects of it after visiting places like Vietnam, like I have, and seeing countries like Cuba being there, I've seen what socialism is like. I don't like it, okay? It's not only not free, it doesn't freaking work. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't freaking work. Uh, yeah, you look to James Carville and Chris Matthews and be like, okay. Maybe there is like a semi, maybe there is like some sane person in the Democratic Party. I don't know. It's insane to feel like I identify with those wrong. guys, it's yeah. at least in this context. It must be nice to be super old and just be able to be like, listen, no, nobody's I, giving him any shit. I will say this about Chris Matthews because I looked it up today. How old do you think he is? Ooh, I don't know. Take a guess. 65 pretty good he's 74 really yeah he's a, he's a good 74 uh yeah he looks 74 um how old is carville he's got to be he, like he's got to be up there he's got to be about the i would guess he's about the same age oh he's 75 yeah yeah hmm. anyway real quick before we move on state of the race heading into new hampshire so of course we got the new hampshire primary on tuesday pete as you can see here in purple has seen a big spike in his support since iowa he's gotten that big bump out of it he's jumped He's le uh, leaped over Warren and Biden to second place. He's sitting, he's jumped from 14% to 22%. Joe Biden correspondingly has tanked from 18 down to 12. This is all aggregated polling. In any case, this is still Bernie's race to lose in New Hampshire. He's staying constant at about 25 to 26%. So basically Biden is dropping. Buttigieg, uh, Buttigieg. I'll never figure out how to say his stupid name. Yeah. Buttigieg has, uh, has scooped up all of Biden's support or a lot of Biden's support. And Warren just continues to kind of slide. So it's looking more and more like Warren won't win a single state. Maybe she hangs around to win Massachusetts, her home state on Super Tuesday. That would be about it. I think she's more or less toast. But then again, I declared Pete Buttigieg dead last week. So who knows how this is going to go. Incredible. Uh, I can't believe this is happening. Biden is going to have to pray that he can hang on for the Nevada caucus in a couple weeks in South Carolina. Uh, after that, then maybe he has some credibility, but right now Biden is in free fall. Mayor Pete V Trump. No chance. No, he, he'd never, I mean, it's not going to happen, but if that were the case, Oh, I just mean he has no chance to beat Trump. I think he has a real chance to win the nomination now. Uh, yeah. I mean, he has yeah. no chance to beat Trump, but a lot of that has to do with Trump's electability amongst the black population because yeah black culture, i think you'd see a, I think you would see a real shift yeah. in uh in how that how that uh, vote breaks down and he did an excellent job with pandering in the state of the union to the black <laughs> you thought it was racial pandering i thought i mean you could interpret it that way but oh it was touching it was touching it, there yeah it's not like uh, that this, little girl she's gonna grow up and she's gonna be somebody how did the democrats not clap for that god 
we'll get to that in a minute. But we should. You want to take a break now? We're already an hour sure. into the show. Let's take a uh, quick one. JB Dude nine zero six one. Why are a bunch of people mad about the Shakira and J Lo halftime show and their kids seeing it? Have you tried simply turning off the TV, sitting down with your kids, and hitting them? <laughs> um, Fair enough. I mean, I think people are mad because the the it's supposed to be a fa- a family event in so like everyone's supposed to tune into it. Maybe maybe a disclaimer would have been helpful, but it's I tend to highly sexual, but also a yeah. good reminder to everybody that our society is degenerate and. Yeah. Does anybody want to see like a woman in her mid forties? Isn't JLo like pushing 50? She's 50. I think she actually is 50. I don't want to see a 50 year old woman, no matter how hot shake her ass in my face. I didn't even watch the, uh, I I had work to do for the, uh, for the stream last weekend. So I didn't even watch the halftime show. It was really slutty. Hmm. Uh, boogeyman. nine one seven. I don't give a fuck. Whatever (laughs) happened to Nobita? Uh, he still is a channel, but he's really toned. Give a fuck. He's really toned it down because uh, everybody went after him, trying to kill him or were, like threatening to yeah. kill him and stuff for his uh, edgy Nobita takes on, out hard. on race and stuff. I wonder what he's saying in the privacy of his own home about the Chinese right now, though. Uh, My guess is terrible stuff. He's probably saying, "I don't give a fuck." I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> about I, coronavirus. Yeah, I bought PN, and the Oscar for Best Sanity Space Face goes to. Blonde and Matt for Beauty and Ooh. the Beta. Ooh, thank, thank you. Thank you. We're honored. Uh, Let Doc me use Bailey. this time to lecture you about your carbon footprint. Doc Bailey, uh, Mr. Call Me Lieutenant Colonel Vinman was a douche canoe, was a veteran of the 25th Infantry Division, Tropic Lightning. This dude embarrassed me and everyone else that wore the electric strawberry. Mm. Then and well, thanks, thanks for serving the country. Appreciate it. U8 q Play us some cello, Blondie. I'd love to hear Twinkle Twinkle and the German National Anthem in the next few months. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Maybe someday. Uh, Tune in on a Wednesday. It could happen. No. I don't even think I can carry my cello up the stairs these days. Mm. They are big. Carrying my uh, belly. Uh, C2K, slightly less shekels for you this week as gave some to Laurel on her stream. Let's face it, Matt. Only needs so many of the same shirt, and it's not like Blonde has any life-changing <laughs> events that she needs cash for Brexit, baby. Well, um, well thanks for supporting sure. the show, and I don't think you can go wrong with supporting Laurel's stream either. Uh, if people aren't aware, she does go live before us, and uh, Laurel oh. is not only a supporter of the show, but she's got a lot of valuable insight mm-hmm. in terms of just the legal implications and just you know general political takes on the news of the day. So Laurel's a, a good channel to check out. You can find her in the chat all the time. You can find her on my website, too, on the community page. Beauty and the Beta Clips, breaking news. Our anonymous undercover journalists uh, have confirmed the propagandist known as Kevin Flanagan is actually Ben Shapiro cosplaying as a Nazi to re- relieve his self-hating rage. I don't think that Ben Shapiro has a problem with self-loathing. Well, Kevin is Massad, confirmed. Mm-hmm. We know that. For, we know that 100% true. Um, downskated. To cap off Blonde's best week ever watching Trump just win. Football keeps going. Watched XFL football with my whole family. We all enjoyed it. So Blonde will have a joyous look on her face because football. I did watch a little bit today. And, it, you know, it was watchable. It, it didn't seem that bad. But I don't have an emotional connection to any of the teams or players. So How does football not end after the Super Bowl? There's a new league now. They started an, an alternative league for, you know, the players are kind of like NFL castaway, castoffs. Like they didn't make it in the NFL. So it's like kind of a tier below. So it's reject football. You guys have to watch this gay sport. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't reject football. I didn't watch attentively, but it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Derek Finley firing disgruntled employees is an impeachable offense. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Autumn Dorsey. Hey, Matt and Blonde. I have I have to take a class called Creating Disabilities to graduate from college. And I already plan to keep my head down and suffer in silence just to pass. But I'm curious, what do you do or suggest creating disabilities? Is it a class where you just go around like smashing people's knees in with a baseball bat? <laughs> yeah, is it hands on? What does that on? even mean? Or is it inventing them out of thin air and figuring <laughs> out how to make yourself a victim of them? I really genuinely want to know. I don't know what that means, creating, creating disabilities. disabilities. I mean, you'd have to um, answer for me why you're taking that class. There's no way that is a requirement of graduation or is it? If it's just purely an elective to get through it, then yeah, put your head down and chuckle. But if you're forced to do this, you might have some broader institutional questions. I, I'm sorry, Autumn. I mean, what you should do is probably just get through it and suck it mm. up and just... But I, I think that I would... Maybe it was creative disability? Oh, creative? Well, well, even creative. still, Even still, that's... What would creative disabilities be? Um, As in disability in being creative? Is that like what we're talking about? autistic people that paint. Or like okay. the girl with no arms that paints with her mouth. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> God, I'm so funny. Uh, I don't know, Autumn. I, I, I just plow through. Um, chatting from the cheap seats. Matt, don't fake news yourself. To quote everyone's favorite congresswoman, it's better to be morally correct than factually correct. And remember, scagophobia is very much real. <sighs> well, I know, thanks. I'm afraid of Yes, and, and I dropped the ball on that one really badly last week. I'm kind of embarrassed for how badly I did. You know, sometimes you're just in a hurry, but like I got it so wrong. You, you sometimes you get minor details wrong, but I got it so wrong that I was like, "Damn, dude, that that's that's bad. That can't happen again." Think so I have how many to, hours we've been on. We've had thousands and thousands of hours online. These things are going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I appreciate um, everyone's uh, understanding. Last one for right now is Aggie Jet Pilot riding BS for military PME tonight. Y'all helping me keep saying more than you know. Thanks for this USAF jet jockey. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for thanks. serving the country, man, and for supporting the show. Appreciate uh, it. circle back. Thanks, folks. Real quick over on, uh, on Streamlabs, Cameron says uh, he went down to New Zealand. He said, my recent trip to New Zealand has reinforced my beliefs on a few issues. Multiculturalism sucks. Small homogenous communities are great. Only whites care for animals and the environment. <laughs> And boomers sold their posterity down the river voting collapse for 2020. Well, you might be blonde's candidate. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Appreciate it. No man. comment. Uh, Dildo Swaggin says, I challenge anyone who opposes right-wing death squads to look at drag queen story time, Desmond stripping at a gay bar, and that fat, disgusting hog beast Lizzo. Whoa. Don't, tell <gasps> me. don't say that to blonde. And you explained to me why you're against right-wing death squads. Well, I cuck on the issue of uh, of aggressive violence. I know it's one of my many. So I'll have to, three, right? I'll have I to disavow. I got so many emails about this Lizzo thing. All right. So I feel like I have to explain myself. I will take one minute to do this. All right. Um, I watched her on SNL and like I was really depressed. And, and watching her achieve her dreams, like the joy that she was radiating seriously filled me with happiness. I don't know what to say. I should hate all of this. I should hate this like fat black chick body positivity horse shit. But I think that she's awesome. I don't know what to say. Her music brings me joy. Compelling and rich. <laughs> but I don't want to be these kind of people where we're like, I can't enjoy this person's like slutty pop music because I, I am only thinking about how this is a larger societal problem. It's like Someone sent me a picture of Lizzo at the beach and I wanted to form oh, a right wing death squad to go get that person. Actually, <laughs> you know who you are out there. You're the one. It's really bad. It's yeah. really bad. I, so, I understand that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it to the audience in the chat to decide if the justification, if that's sufficient justification. Somebody said joy is for the weak. 
Wow, you'll get there. Raggle Fraggle says, just a reminder to everyone, the GoFundMe for the BATV Baby Fund will be closing tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Central. Uh, thanks to all who donated and plan, uh, or plan to donate. Uh, sincere thank you to you. And thanks, uh, thanks to everybody who did do that. Blonde and I were uh, very humbled by um, people who want to support you know, the growth of fam- the growth of our families, which is really incredible. Um, and Regal Fraggle for organizing that. This was not done on our behalf. Obviously, this was just an organic community effort and we're, we're very humbled for, by it and appreciative. Did you decide? Tom really hates it because it sounds like that hemorrhoid cream anal ease. <laughs> is that an actual product? Okay. Apparently uh, that I was unaware of, but I think it's pretty and sorry, mom. Mm. Damn, I did. Sid says American Krogan recently released an interesting series about the Visigoths over on Bishoot that everyone should go check out. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I have no idea what that is. And then uh, Sid says, glad to see Matt finally addressing the racial disparity and criminality. Now do the rest of the categories. I don't think that there's anything that I, I don't think there's any racial disparity that I am unwilling to admit that, of course, anytime you have groups, there are going to be differences on average across groups. That's just the reality. I don't shy away from that at all. The question is why in a lot of these questions, and that's where people get uh, really enraged and really upset. I don't know the why question to a lot of these. I don't pretend to, but I'm not a person who denies the reality of the world that we live in. That's, that's what bothers me is the accusation that the world, as we can observe it through data, through observation is racist. Yeah. I'm not really seeing that. Sorry. That's just, that's just true. There's, there's a reason the NBA is predominantly black. That's because there are differences on average across races. Okay. That that's, that's the reality of the situation. I'm not racist for observing that. That's just true. Uh, thank you, Sid. Phil says any resource exchange from whites to, so we're talking any resource exchange is, is a waste. We're talking reparations here. Think burning a big pile of money in your yard level waste. I hope I live long enough to see the day when the whites start. <laughs> this is a little spicy. Start telling the um, people taking things to piss off. He says. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And just real quick over on uh, D Live. Uh, let's see. Darth Jones, thanks for supporting the show. Ed's blog says Matt and I once made love. That is all. Can't confirm. Crypto Crook says, hey, Matt and Blonde, longtime listener, second time supporter here. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks for supporting the DLive community. Mr. Spry Guy says, will Blonde review a video of my of my walking form? Will you review his walking habits, his walking sure. style? And I'll okay. tell you if people are going to perceive you as a giant pussy or not. <laughs> All right. Appreciate everybody else uh, supporting over there as well. And um, let's see. As far as the top supporters tonight, we got Crypto, Ed's blog, and Darth Jones. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. We'll check back a little bit later. Okay. Moving along with the re- okay, that was just Monday. We've only gone through basically Monday. We're more than halfway through what my target time was, but we'll carry on. Tuesday, of course, you have the State of the Union. That's Tuesday night, and yeah. both the speech itself and Nancy Pelosi's meltdown tantrum trying to seize the show made this the most exciting episode of the speech I've ever seen. I don't know about you, but this was thrilling TV as far as I'm concerned. So we had mutual snubs before the speech. And there's some debate about whether Trump in fact snubbed her. You be the judge. I tend to believe that he did, that he made that decision, but I don't have a problem if he did either. So 
The event began with Trump appearing to snub a handshake offer from Nancy Pelosi right after he hands her her copy of the speech. Then Nancy breaks the tradition of introducing the president. Uh, Traditionally, the speaker says, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting the president of the United States. This time she just said, members of Congress, the president of the United States. This is what it sounded like. Notably, Adam Schiff leading the impeachment case against him did not clap when the president walked into the room. The president handing his speech to the vice president, who of course is the ceremonial president of the Senate and the Speaker of the House. Members of Congress, the President of the United States. Okay, so Trump is, uh, did you, did you care about either of those things? I actually don't. The handshake thing, uh, no, I mean, fuck her. She deserved it. But Mm -hmm. I do care about the uh, introduction. That was deliberate and... She was clear, you know, she was clear. There's no doubt that that one was deliberate. There's some debate about the handshake and I I can see the other side of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, these things, as I mentioned, this bothers me less because it's just two politicians jabbing at each other. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if they pretend to like each other or not. Maybe in Nancy's case, uh, she's, uh, disregarding a tradition of the country. Maybe it's more of a snub to the country as opposed to just Trump that I'm giving it credit for. People could make that argument, but I'm not going to freak out about just that. We'll get to what happened at the end, of course, at the end. But Trump, of course, is a showman. And he made a show of this event by selecting, in my judgment, incredible guests. I thought these guests were amazing. I I thought they were fantastic. I thought it was... uh, It just made me very proud of country. A few of these guests actually brought a little bit of a tear to my eye. Um, And there were many, but among the ones that stood out most to me were a mother and son... Uh, the, the father of the son was killed in Iraq by roadside bomb in, 20, in 2008 when the, the kid was one year old. He's now 13. A 100-year-old Tuskegee Airman with over uh, 400 combat missions flown and an army paratrooper who surprised his wife and his kids with a, a surprise return from deployment. That was a fantastic moment. That one got me a little bit. That was Aww. a great sight to see. So, so here's what uh, those guests looked like. Sergeant Hake wrote a letter to his one-year-old son, Gage. I will be with you again, he wrote to Gage. I love you, son. Take care of your mother. I am always with you, Daddy. On Easter Sunday of 2008, Chris was out on patrol in Baghdad when his Bradley fighting vehicle was hit by a roadside bomb. That night, he made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Charles McGee was born in Cleveland, Ohio, one century ago. Charles is one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen, the first black fighter pilots, and he also happens to be Ian's great-grandfather. Amy Williams from Fort Bragg, North Carolina. For the past seven months, she has done it all while her husband, Sergeant First Class Townsend Williams, is in Afghanistan on his fourth deployment in the Middle East. Tonight, we have a very special surprise. Your husband is back from deployment. He is here with us tonight, and we couldn't keep him waiting any longer. Oh, it got you. It got you. The look on the little boy's face is kind of what got me. Uh. And, 
you know, does does some of it have the like, come on down game show kind of feel? Yeah, yeah, it does. But these are real people who have made real sacrifices for this country in a nonpartisan, non-political way. I mean, my God, I could not believe I mentioned in my video, but we were sitting watching it live. I can't believe that dude is 100 years old. Yeah, he looks great. He looks fantastic. I would believe like 50 or 60. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, Not just 50, okay. well, 70, but looking, you know. looking at that young man who, who will never really know his father and watching mom tear up because she knows the man that she fell in love with, who she now sees in her son, who was lost in service to this country. I mean, these moments are so unifying and meaningful that the Democrats actually stood and clapped for yeah, them. Right. That's how great they were. Maybe um, less unifying, but I th I still think rightfully deserved. Trump brought in Rush Limbaugh, uh, who of course announced on Monday. I actually heard I happened to hear this live on the radio driving my car around because uh, I'll, I'll just turn on the radio sometimes. And Rush happened to be on, and he announced uh, that he has stage four lung cancer, mm -hmm. and so he's going to miss some time. Prognosis somewhat unclear as of right now, but of course it's advanced stage. Like Rush is in rough shape and Trump brings him to DC. He announces to him live. We're going to give you the presidential medal of freedom, the highest civilian honor in this country. And Melania puts it around his neck right there during the speech. Rush Limbaugh. Thank you for your decades of tireless devotion to our country. I am proud to announce tonight that you will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. The First Lady of the United States to present you with the honor, please. And of course, the critics are mad because he is, you know, he's a figure of partisan politics or whatever. But the reality, I mean, just objectively speaking, is there anybody who's more accomplished in his field? This is a guy who revolutionized talk radio. Yeah, and Regardless who got of, shit on more than Rush Limbaugh. I remember him getting to. shit all over in like the 90s. I was looking at the responses to the Huffington Post tweet about the news of his, his cancer diagnosis reveal. It was sickening. I mean, like, it was grotesque, the amount of people just, like, th th these people are saying it makes their day to hear he has cancer. And it's like... I mean, I, I was thinking about that the other day, and I'm like, Ugh, it's in bad form. But if I heard that David Hogg had AIDS, I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> he does have AIDS. He's, <laughs> I, uh, there is some of that. It's true. But the, the counter I will offer is people like you, for better or worse, you don't pretend to be some like benevolent, tolerant force. You're pretty out there about being <laughs> Ava Blonde. So it's it's not just the morality of of ho celebrating someone's misfortune, which I do think is important. I'm not diminishing that, but it's the fraudulence of acting like, oh, I'm a tolerant, compassionate, loving person, but that guy has opinions I don't like. So fuck him. Yeah. I'm glad he has cancer. Yeah. Poor David Hogg. Do we have to apologize to him now? No, fuck that kid. <laughs> that 20-year-old kid or whatever. Ho hopefully he grows up a little bit. We'll see. I wonder what it'll be like in 10 years. Those pictures of him or the video of him, it, it actually shocked me. Yeah, he does look ill for sure. I'm not a doctor, but he looks ill. Greta too. Hmm. Mm. 
So, yeah, I mean, in the case of Rush, am I just supposed to pretend that because you may or may not like his politics, that his achievements are not incredible? In this field, he's as achieved as it gets. And I don't in in yeah. that way, I don't think it's out of line to give him that award. Anyway, he hasn't Democrats, smoked for since he was like 35 or something and he's still got lung cancer. Yeah. I mean, are cigars connected at all? I don't you don't inhale Probably, cigars. I think they're more right? common but, with like tongue cancers and throat cancers. Yeah. But he must have smoked two packs a day for 20 years. Well, Democrats, of course, are not going to clap for Rush. But of course, every year we get this show, this fun show of laughing at in this in current years, what Democrats refuse to laugh at. I'm not going to pretend like it hasn't happened in past years. You kind of get this in all state of the unions, generally unifying things that somehow become partisan. This year, this year was, you know, as bad as any of those. So you got Democrats refusing to clap for your usual things like low black unemployment, low female unemployment. Yeah. But then, as you mentioned, this young girl from Philadelphia who, who's going to a failing public school gets a scholarship to now go to the school of her choice. Democrats refuse to clap. Why? Because school choice is bad, I guess. That's that's why. And of course, uh, Trump brings up the your First Amendment rights, but specifically your Second Amendment rights, and Democrats all sit on their hands because they don't believe in the Second Amendment. The unemployment rate for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans has reached the lowest levels in history. Nope, don't care. Just like African American poverty. <laughs> has declined to the lowest rate ever recorded. Nancy Pelosi's face. <laughs> Doesn't care. The unemployment rate for women reached the lowest level in almost 70 years, and last year women filled 72% of all new jobs added. Nope, none of these women care. <laughs> At yeah. all. Totally quiet. Okay, this is the moment of the scholarship we were mentioning. Announced tonight that an opportunity scholarship has become available. It's going to you, and you will soon be heading to the school of your choice. Boo. Boo. Keep her locked up at a failing public school. Boo. There they are, just sitting on their hands. Just as we believe in the First Amendment, we also believe in another constitutional right that is under siege all across our country. So long as I am president, I will always protect your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Nothing. At least they're not pretending anymore. I guess sometimes they, they usually say, year, yeah. "I support the Second Amendment," but nope. Now they don't even do that. God. You see Fred Fred Gutenberg? I did. I mean, I want to feel bad for the guy, but I'm like, stop being you. He really pushes it. If you forget who Fred Gutenberg is, he is the father of a Parkland victim, and he has leveraged that uh, unfortunate reality, and I do sympathize with it, to be as politically as obnoxious as possible. So recall that he abruptly approached Brett Kavanaugh at Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing, and it kind of had to be interrupted by security forces he did this debate teaming up with Alyssa milano to debate ted cruz and he was just absolutely insufferable in which every time ted cruz would make a very sympathetic point qualified with listen i feel terribly for your situation however my perspective differs 
Gutenberg would just leverage his daughter's right, right. grave to yeah. try to shame Ted Cruz. Absolutely awful. Well, Nancy Pelosi invited him in maybe her second biggest mistake of the evening. And that line, just that line about your Second Amendment rights will preserve them, that pissed off Fred Gutenberg enough to start yelling and he got himself kicked out. In reaffirming our heritage as a free nation, we must remember that America has always been a frontier nation. Now we and must embrace the next frontier, the Artemis program to ensure that the next man he and the trips first on woman <laughs> on the moon. Um, to his credit, Fred Gutenberg did uh, apologize on Twitter. He says, tonight was a rough night. I disrupted the State of the Union and was detained because I let my emotions get the best of me. I simply want to be able to deal with the reality of gun violence and not have to listen to the lies about the 2A as happened tonight and what the oh. lies are. I'm not sure. He said, that said, I should not have yelled out. I'm thankful for the overwhelming support I am receiving. However, I do owe my family and friends an apology. I have tried to conduct myself with dignity without the process uh, or throughout this process, and I will do better as I pursue gun safety. Okay. Uh, whatever, dude. we'll move on to the uh, important issue of uh nancy's speech ripping stunt so this was the moment that this this is what will be remembered from this speech is nancy actually taking the speech her copy of the speech at the end and tearing it up as of wednesday we were still wondering did she pre-plan this or did she just have a moment of rage that got the best of her well since then thanks to emailers who have sent it my way we now know right around the rush limbaugh part she pre-tore it and that's 40 minutes before the end of the speech so she prepped it and then sat around and thought about it for 40 minutes during which time by the way we're hearing about all these stories of unifying american sacrifice like we yeah like we heard uh she sat through all that and still thought this was a good idea and god bless america thank you very much she did wait A stunning moment here at the uh, end of the president's speech. Nancy Pelosi tearing up what appeared to be a copy of the president's speech. Now, here's that footage you can see. This is the Rush Limbaugh part. She pulls it, you know, uh, under her desk there and just tears it a little bit. You look closely, you can see the tear itself. Okay. Um, and then Nancy Pelosi comes out Thursday morning at her weekly press conference and explains her reasoning a little bit more why she did this. Uh, well, I'll leave it to you to decide if it's a satisfying explanation. I feel very liberated. I feel very liberated. I have extended every possible courtesy. I've shown every level of respect. I say to my members all the time, there's no such thing as an eternal animosity. It's all a compilation of falsehoods. And I start to think there has to be something uh, that clearly indicates the American people that this is not the truth. He has shredded the truth in his speech. He's shredding the Constitution in his conduct. I shredded his state of his mind address. Did she say state of his mind address? She said that earlier. So what she said is that was not a state of the union. That was a state of his mind. That's... That was her jab. So that's I mean, the context is, for them. This is lunacy. It makes her look like an old, petty, spiteful hag, which she is. I mean, the yeah, optics I'm, were really bad. They really were, though. Oh, it pissed me off. It pissed me off as I described. Like, it's not 
it's not just a, a, a rip at Trump the person or even Trump the president, the office. I don't care about politicians fighting each other. But the whole, the whole point is you can't rip those pages without ripping those people that we saw that brought you to tears a moment ago. And it's not, it's not even because they brought you to tears. That's not the value. The value is those are people who sacrifice for the good of the country. They put the country before themselves. And we should all appreciate them. We should all have a basic level of respect. She didn't. As far as her explanation, this is, again, a denial. Oh, I don't hate Trump. Remember, she's Catholic. She doesn't hate anybody. Oh, I don't hate Trump. The Literally, the only, the one and only explanation for your behavior is that your hatred of Trump is priority number one. Yeah. You prioritize hatred of Trump over objectively good achievements for the country, like low unemployment. You prioritize, prioritize hatred of Trump over the achievements and sacrifices of the people honored that night. Literally hating Trump is the number one thing in your mind. That is the only way to explain your behavior. Please stop denying it. The lady doth protest too much is the obvious explanation. And it bothers me too, because she says, Oh, he, he, it's just a manifesto of lies. Okay. Well tell me what the lies were. Be specific, please. I mentioned this, the, the fact checks on this were so ticky tack. It was like, oh, Trump said that there's 7 billion jobs created, but it's 6.7, actually. Is that a lie? I mean, yeah, there's probably opportunistic statistics. Are those lies? I've not seen anything that's just a straight-up lie. Like, no basis in reality, no truth. And the, the, the issue, again, it's not... Those stories of American sacrifice, they're not lies. Right. Those people did those things. That guy's... That father's actually dead. That father actually right. did just get back from Afghanistan. Those are lies. That's what really matters. Anyway, um, lastly here, uh, one of the people featured, his name is Jody Jones, and his brother was, his brother's Rocky Jones. His brother was killed, murdered by an illegal immigrant, one of the guests that Trump featured. He actually had a response to Nancy Pelosi on Fox News, and he's saying much the same. It felt like she ripped our hearts out. Everybody, they're all the guests. We were just, we, we couldn't believe it. Um, Look, I don't, I don't care um, how you feel about somebody. Um, that, that was uh, probably the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, because when she did that, it just tore us up. We couldn't believe it. Your brother's Your name was on yes. that paper. Absolutely. She's ripping your brother's yeah. name. That's what it felt like. It really did. Yeah. I know that I'm in somewhat of a bubble with Nancy Pelosi, particularly because I, I can't stand the lady. That's not, I'm not surprising anyone by saying that I cannot stand her as a politician. It's getting hard to stand her as a person. Like I, I Trump will say in a moment, she's a bad person and I'm kind of starting to buy into that. Yeah, You're starting to buy into that. Well, maybe that's too kind, but my point is I am significantly biased when it comes to Nancy Pelosi. And I'm very curious about general polling on this issue. I haven't seen any. The one thing that I'll mention, if people haven't seen, I'm not going to play it again because I already played it. But if you haven't seen these calls, uh-oh, did I lose Blonde? Let's uh, let's see if we can get her back momentarily. Uh, I don't know where she went, but let's see if she comes back. But if you haven't seen these calls of C-SPAN callers, they're just uh, moderate Democrats, independent-minded people calling into C-SPAN and saying, listen, I'm a Democrat, but I can't stand Nancy Pelosi. I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Screw that lady. Uh, go check out the last video I posted and, and at least go see that. Everyone should see that. I think it's pretty important viewing. I don't know what happened to Blonde. Maybe a power outage. Let's see if she comes back. But uh, in the meantime, I don't know. Will I move? Do I move on solo? What do I do here? Let's see if she texts me. 
Uh, I can check in quickly over, since we are in between topics, I can catch up over on uh, Streamlabs real quick and Super Chat as well. Thanks for, uh... oh, did you, well, now I have. That was weird. Well, now I have two of you in here. Okay, so now I have you back. Hang out. Yeah. Okay. Did you, it looks like that sort of thing happens if you switch your Google account. Did you sw- like log in or out of a Google account at all? Uh, no, but I heard my husband yelling at our dog. So I think they might've tripped over the. Oh, well, yeah, it looks, it looks like you're back and fine now. So weird. It's my video though, right? Uh, you're, uh, yeah, you're fine now. Your camera, you can tilt your camera over just a little bit. We should be good. All right. No, we're good. It's always a duct tape production, man. But I always get nervous. Like I've always wondered what would happen if we had a power outage or something. It's not that I can't. I I just... I just wonder what I would do. Would I stop the show now? Would I, we already prepped a bunch. So would I carry on? I don't know. We're what? Two thirds through. Yeah. What do you think? You want to just uh, power through and catch up with super chat or yeah, should we sure, take another break? All right. So the last piece of major news this week, of course, and any other week, this would be news number one, but I put it last cause it kind of happened last in the week. Trump as expected is uh, acquitted on both charges from the, uh, from the House on Wednesday, 5347, purely partisan lines on the obstruction of Congress charge. Remember, it's Screw a two-thirds vote Romney, yeah. in the Senate. Not so 50-50 wouldn't even matter. Yep. Or 51-49, whatever. But and then uh and then 5248 on the abuse of power charge. Mitt Romney, as you mentioned, is the only senator to break party ranks. We saw the moment on Wednesday, Chief Justice John Roberts announcing the vote and the end of at least this impeachment episode. We'll see if there are sequels to come, but for now, it's over. The Senate, having tried Donald John Trump, President of the United States, upon two articles of impeachment exhibited against him by the House of Representatives and two-thirds of the senators present not having found him guilty of the charges contained therein, it is therefore ordered and adjudged that the said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby acquitted of the charges in said articles. Okay. But this was not before the biggest story to come out of this vote, which is Mitt Romney's grandstanding and Democrat and media fawning over it. Uh, Mitt uh, Romney gave a speech describing his vote. He emphasized his faith and his family in describing his decision to uh, vote to convict the president on the abuse of power charge. Here's uh, the senator from Utah. I am profoundly religious. My faith is at the heart of who I am. I take an oath before God as enormously consequential. The president asked a foreign government to investigate his political rival. The president withheld vital military funds from that government to press it to do so. The president delayed funds for an American ally at war with Russian invaders. The president's purpose was personal and political. Accordingly, the president is guilty of an appalling abuse of public trust. I will tell my children and their children that I did my duty to the best of my ability. Thank you, Mr. President. I yield the floor. That is some blue-pilled Mormonism right there. I give Mormons a wide latitude, despite thinking that most of their belief system is completely insane. Because they're generally pretty red-pilled and they're having a lot of kids. And I like their Christian community and family. <laughs> we got to jump straight to the Mormon bashing? But All this right. fucking... Well, he's, he opened up... I am a I know, very that's... religious man. Am I not yeah, supposed yeah. to talk about how he's super sure. Mormon? Of course. Uh, that's clearly legitimate. A legitimate criticism. Yeah. But, you know, what's the point of being Mormon if you're going to cuck like this? Uh, it really... This pissed me off. And not even... 
Listen, are you, if you want to vote that way and you disagree, and to his, to his credit, he did explain why he rejected the defenses. I'm not going to pretend that he, doesn't, that he didn't. Go listen to the speech. He'll explain to you why he rejects the defense arguments offered. But he framed it in this way that really pisses me off, which is, I'm a religious man, and I'm going to tell my kids that I did what I thought was right, as opposed to what? All the other Republican senators, the majority of whom are also religious, he said in his speech, I'm not saying nobody else is religious like me. Okay, but then it's not worth it's not worth bringing up. Yeah, that's just a given. He wants to act like God's behind his decision or some shit. Yeah, some nonsense like that. I'm not even I'm not ripping on faith either. Like if faith guides you in this decision, fine. But it's the implication that he is special because of it. That's what pisses me off. You're not. You're not. Other people consulted their gods. Other people are going to, what are they going to go home and tell their kids? Well, you know, sorry, but dad had to be a corrupt piece of shit politician today. Just got, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Is that what they did or do they believe they're doing the right thing? I don't doubt that any of the Republican senators believes they're doing the right thing and will tell their kids that in the same way Mitt Romney does because I think their argument is right. Mm -hmm. I can Mitt Romney, God. It just, the, the whole, the framing of it just pissed me off, but it probably didn't piss me off as much as media and Democrats who suddenly have fawning love for Mitt Romney. Oh, I know. Oh, Don't Mitt you guys Romney. remember 2012? What, what character? Remember? What integrity? Mitt Romney, my God. That was extraordinary. That was pure honesty and emotion from uh, Mitt Romney. When I heard him explain with such elegance and simplicity, tears came to my eyes. I've always had oh, such great respect for him. <laughs> that was a true profile and courage speech. It will cement Senator Romney's legacy. He's changed his place in history i think uh he deserves an immense amount of credit that was the sound of a man who'd wrestled with his conscience who tried to think bigger than partisan politics i think he will be remembered more for this than perhaps anything that he's ever done in his political career except maybe losing the presidency in uh 2012 now he won't just be remembered as a loser but a bitter loser what character <laughs> integrity who are these yeah. the, the hashtag Mitt Romney is my hero trended on Twitter this has to hold the Guinness World Record for most fraudulent trend in the history of Twitter ever and this I don't know episode, what about that McCain love I guess there was some of that but was there John McCain is my hero maybe there was a lot of sadness when he died yeah I believe that was a lot of that was fake and opportunistic but so is this. And this whole episode demonstrates once again that to a broad portion of uh, of the leftist political community, character, quote unquote character and quote unquote integrity are just synonyms for agrees with me. That's all it means. And that's very damaging. It's a very damaging way to live and organize the country because that makes agreement with you a prerequisite for good person. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is it's not possible to disagree with me on the argument and be a good person. That's a dangerous recipe for a country. And we see yeah. that play out pretty much every day. Now, <laughs> Trump, do you think Trump is going to go out and, and be civil? <laughs> after all That's of totally this? his style. He never responds to anything. I, I don't know what they expected because now that Trump's free and clear, the vote has happened. He can't incriminate himself anymore, at least not easily. Um, he can fire who he wants. As we saw, he can talk all the shit he wants and he does. He go he comes out on Thursday morning after the vote and he just talks shit about everybody in classic Trumpy style. <laughs> Holding up the headline Trump acquitted. 
You can take that home, honey. Maybe we'll frame it. It's the only good headline I've ever had in the Washington Post. We were treated unbelievably unfairly. We first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. Oh, Had the I vulgarity. Fired James Comey, who was a disaster, by the way. It's possible I wouldn't even be standing here right now. These people are vicious. Adam Schiff is a vicious, horrible person. Nancy Pelosi is a horrible person. And then you have some that used religion as a crutch. It's a failed presidential candidate, so things can happen when you fail so badly. He is a world-class shit talker. We're all supposed to be offended. That's the media narrative, as we'll get to in a moment. Oh, vulgarity. Oh, he was saying mean things about people. Well, um, quote-unquote mean and, and true are not mutually exclusive. That is to say, there's a plenty credible argument that Russia was bullshit. Uh, in fact, yeah. I think that's factual. Um, Comey was bad at his job. I think that's fair to say. Schiff and Pelosi, they are spiteful, vicious people. I know. Did do. Joe and Mika opine on this? I particularly like when they engage in moral posturing because I'm like, you broke up two marriages for your <laughs> weird fucking relationship. Um, all sorts of people. I just don't want to. I know no moral posturing from people on the left that are confirmed degenerate family ruiners. Sure, and, and to the point, people didn't like the criticism of faith. Well, it's not criticism of faith per se. It's using faith as a shield for your shitty decision. Exactly. It's a guy who walked out there and gave a shitty argument and was like, "Oh, it's okay because I believe in God." Yeah. But, no, it's not. Your argument still sucks. Mm-hmm. And I believe, and I think it's reasonable to believe that there is an element of bitterness for Mitt Romney about the Trump stuff. I think he has not certainly not terminal, but like early stage TDS. I think Mitt Romney does fine, whatever (laughs) the CNN runs the Chiron. You'll see here, Trump vindictive. We're going to clutch. We're going to clutch pearls at CNN Trump vindictive at impeachment acquittal celebration. And they're all mad about this. The president of the United States with an unscripted, vindictive, at times profane, angry, rambling response to his impeachment acquittal. It was vindictive, as you pointed out. It was full of revenge. It was mean-spirited. It was poisonous. It was spiteful. And it it gave you a real look into the way he views the world. Tell me more about spite, you old (laughs) leftist wench. God. It's like, you people created this. You dragged not only the man, but the country through a whole bunch of unsubstantiated bullshit, not just with Russia, but with all this impeachment nonsense. And now, once we're finally through it, you just do a one-hour little victory dance to say, ha ha, screw you, I'm still president, but you're the one who's the moral failure. Yeah. You're the one who's spiteful and vindictive and vulgar. You people created this, eat it, enjoy it, this is yours. It's yeah. the result of your nonsense. Ugh, they can never see that. They can never see the degree to which they create him. And I'm sure they, they were all over the place saying that Nancy Pelosi was so brave when, <sighs> of all the things, Sorry. that was an act of spite. That there's no other explanation. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other explanation for it. Um, I reiterate, uh, no women in media or politics or government. Well, and Maisie, that would solve so much of this, these issues. Yeah. It's going to get tougher for me to argue because Maisie Hirono is going to make a hell of a case. Mm. We mentioned last week um, that some, some Democrats, a lot of Democrats were going with this narrative that like, well, if there's no uh, witnesses or no new documents or no new evidence, then it's not a real trial. So the trial doesn't count. So the acquittal doesn't count like this playground politics bullshit. Maisie Hirono, senator from Hawaii, is on CNN 
going with this after we've had the acquittal vote. She's saying, actually, Wolf Blitzer, he was not acquitted because it doesn't count because I say so. I don't even get this argument. Senate has clearly spoken now. The president was acquitted. Do you think no. your House colleagues... Wolf, <laughs> he ahead. wasn't acquitted. It was a rigged trial. You don't get acquitted when you don't even get to call witnesses or relevant witnesses or have the documents because the president stonewalled all efforts on the part of the House to get the information they requested. So there you go. It was a rigged trial. There you go. He can run around saying he was acquitted, but uh, you don't get acquitted in a rigged trial. I just want to point out, uh, Senator, uh, there was a roll call. Guilty or not guilty. (laughs) Not guilty uh, was the majority. And the, speak, yes. uh, and the Chief Justice of the United States announced that he was acquitted, that he was not guilty. But the American public knows that it was a rigged trial. So, okay, you're found not guilty in a rigged <laughs> trial. I don't think that, that, that they think that this was all kosher. No, it wasn't. Tell me more about women and minority equality in all fields and how that's going to make the world a better place. I should say can we female get, minority. Can we get back to Mormon bashing? What am I? What am I supposed to say here? This is so absurd. She's she's arguing with somebody from CNN. It's like how far left can you possibly go? Yeah, when Wolf is Um, like, "Come on, lady." Also, the witness thing would have been uh, disastrous for the left. Probably, we don't know what John Bolton would say, but I don't even get her angle. Find out that would have been a fucking disaster. The extent of the reasoning—that is to say, well, if I just declare the process rigged, I don't have to. Then the the result is illegitimate. I'm going to declare that the NFA, the National Firearms Act was uh, passed through rigged means. It passed a rigged Congress, so I don't have to follow it anymore. It's not, it's yeah. not a law that's, that's legit. I mean, what's, if, if you can just declare things rigged and illegitimate, then nothing, there is no rule of law in this country. There is no Well, that's process. what they're There's going nothing. to continue doing. I mean, uh, let's make some predictions for, are we at the end of the segment? Let's make some the, predictions. The only other thing I have that maybe we want to look at, it's really quick here, oh, is yeah. that uh, there's this Arizona State student. I don't know if this was a direct result of Trump's acquittal, but it looks like it happened on Wednesday. So there's a uh, presumably This is a, a boomer student. parenting fail. I don't I would, know how, but it is. It's got to be. I assume this is a student, but I don't know for sure. It's on the campus of Arizona State University. It's a brief video clip that was shared by ASU students for Trump. Reportedly, the man is screaming at the group leader who had a table on campus that day. That's a sounder. If you can't hear, it's suck my effing balls slash fascist throats, death to fascists. He's like, I did so much Adderall today. I'm losing my mind. Both the school uh, administration and the campus police are investigating the incident. I've not seen an update uh, yet in terms of yikes. the identity or possible arrest or possible charges or anything like that. But that's a school shooter in the making, no doubt. Uh, get Somebody get that guy some help. Yeah, for sure. All right. You were making predictions. Yeah, let's let's make some some predictions for the next. I don't know. When's the election? How many months away? We're sitting days. at seven months, roughly. Okay, yeah. Let's let's make some seven-month predictions. Um, my prediction, this is super-duper obvious, but they're going to come out. We're going to try to trump, no pun intended, Ukraine with some other manufactured crisis. 100%. It's already in the works. I don't know what the process for impeaching somebody again for something else would be. I'm going to be bold and say they file another impeachment charge. 
I bet for, we'll for see the same th- thing. Can they do? Uh, I, well, I don't know if I want to predict for the Ukraine stuff or something else, but I'm going to be bold and say they will file another impeachment charge before the election. I think that will happen. It's going to have something to do. It's going to have some Russia Ukraine tie in because they've already invested so many resources in mm-hmm. this. Yeah, um, why why start over, I guess. Why start over? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they tried to tie the Ukraine thing to Russia, didn't they? Because uh, I heard Adam Schiff say when he during the impeachment in, hearing, he was talking about how like Russia's going to invade Europe and I, I don't know what Insofar as but, Trump is accused of inviting foreign interference in both cases, I've seen that connect connection. Foreign election <laughs> interference. That's loose. Yeah. <laughs> that's weak. Because, I mean, um, Russia, it's not like Russia and Ukraine have any alliance. The, the whole nature here is that Ukraine yeah. and Russia are in conflict, and we're supposed to be Ukraine's ally and helping them. That, so it's overlap there seems difficult to draw, other than Trump wanted to cheat with both of them, apparently. Yeah, it's going to—I mean, they can't go any kind of sexual misconduct route because no. everybody ends up thinking that that's kind of endearing. I guess that's and what it's happens. just It's so established that nobody cares. Unless you have like a confirmed, like it can't just be Trump was lewd. It has to be like he raped someone and it's provable. And they've tried that before. And so the step above that would be pedophilia. But the real opportunity to do that would have been to try to trump up his ties with Epstein. And nobody was willing to do that because they all would have been implicated. So they've lost that opportunity. So it's not going to be sexual assault or any kind of sexual allegation. It's not going to be pedophilia. Um they're probably going to have to later rest the Russia and the Ukraine thing, although they might try to tie it back. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. These, these issues that they've brought up like Russia and Ukraine, they're just not relatable to the American people. No. Yeah. There is that difficulty. I, this, the fun of this game is not predicting if there will be the next investigation. It's It's a foregone conclusion. It's what it will be. Maybe we should get some audience involvement and create like a, a call your shot type. I, there's yeah. gotta be a way to make like a tournament out of this or something. If I think creatively, maybe we could uh, give people a contest where they can make, they can call their shot and we'll give the winner a prize or winners. That's a good a prize. idea. Think maybe about somebody this idea. can orchestrate that. Yeah. I'll think I'll, I'll, I'll develop this idea a little bit further. It might be fun. People are saying they'll move on to assassination. I mean, maybe somebody's <laughs> going to try to assassinate. It has happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, there have yeah. been more assassination attempts than impeachment events. Haven't there been? Uh, well, if you combine attempts and successes, yeah, there there oh, yeah. have certainly been more than three. Well, um, I guess, in, I mean, you have JFK, you have uh, um, Lincoln. Reagan had an attempt. There was an attempt on Reagan. And then uh, there was another guy who was assassinated beyond, like in the 1800s. Like, uh, was Garfield assassinated? Some, yeah, one of those presidents. Garfield was assassinated, I believe. Anyway. Yeah. We're, we're tied up against the clock, so we should. Uh, no, we're not. It's fine. Well, we've got a lot of super chats to catch up with too, oh, but right. before we do, it's that time. Andrew Jackson. And now the McKinley. nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? A black couple in South Haven, Mississippi, says they woke up Tuesday morning and found racist graffiti spray painted on their two vehicles. They are not talking to the media, but their pastor neighbor is. Here's the story. 
Each Sunday, Pastor Vincent McCaskill preaches love, which is why he's at a loss. I was surprised by it, very, very surprised. As to why his neighbors on Marshall Louise Drive had to wake up to this. Racial slurs spray-painted on two of their vehicles. The N-word appears twice on this truck. Leave N-word and a reference to the president spray-painted on this car. That family didn't want to speak about the hateful messages. Neither did most of their neighbors, but McCaskill can't stay silent. McCaskill wants whoever's behind such blatant hate to know their words didn't have the desired effect. I know who I am, and trust me, the words on those cars is, is not who I am, so I am in no way offended or moved by it. A community where even after coming face to face with hate, love triumphs. I mean, how do we know that oh. love triumphs? <laughs> we don't worship. Yeah. The guy had a great voice, though, that pastor. Great, deep uh, James, James Earl Jones, Jones yeah, voice, yeah, style voice. Uh, uh, this is, I didn't see a GoFundMe, but I didn't look super hard. But I think that this is a church fundraising hoax hate. I but also you think the to... pastor guy did it? I don't know. Maybe. So he's the neighbor. He's actually not involved. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's the, so he's the neighbor That's of the I couple. That's why I couldn't figure out who. He's just a guy. Like what happened is the 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 reporter went to the house to try to talk to the mm. people. They oh, refused, they and refused then pastor guy neighbors like I'll talk so to you. So we still don't have the names of the people that did this. Not that I've seen reported. Mm. Well, so, that is a tally for not hoax hate. That's one so of the common for have not few, hoax hate. Yeah, like you have no GoFundMe known. The people who are these supposed victims are not grandstanding in front of the media. And um, so, maybe so he those did do it. Maybe it was the neighbor. Maybe it is legit. Did they name the church? Uh, his church is named. Yeah. Mm. Um, but my guess on this would actually be insurance fraud, if I was going to guess. Oh. Because you don't need media grandstanding, and you don't need to go fund me for insurance fraud. It couldn't be that much but, money, though. It's the cost of repainting two cars at worst. Maybe. Maybe it is just racist Mississippi people. Maybe that. Well, I don't the know. KKK. There are clearly a bunch of black people in this upper middle class neighborhood. I did look up the demographics just because I was curious. It, the, this neighborhood is uh, 22% black, which is below Mississippi's overall population of 37%. That's still if, a substantial a quarter of the neighborhood's black. Yes. So it, it is odd that there's some white supremacist who went around and picked out, you know, one out of four houses, which is a lot. And said, you specific N-words, you will leave. Why, why not this N-word who lives right next door? Well, That's, I don't know what my angle yeah. is because I thought it was this guy that I thought he was the one. It'd be a, if I'd, I'd have to see uh, this, the way by which it would benefit the church or like what would be his motive? Mm, I know, I'm probably wrong it. about that. I don't know. It's a weird case. No, and, I uh, thought it was this guy when I thought he was the one living in the house. Yeah, it wasn't his property. He's mm. just the neighbor. I have no but idea. I, I mean, it's clearly hoax hate because it said it just said Trump. It said, yeah, something about vote Trump or support Trump. And, and also, they when, you, when it's a hoax yeah. hate, they only do it on the body of the car. Yeah, that was notice, noticeable, too. And there's never any uh, damage. They don't, like, bash in the, in the windshield yeah. or anything like that. It's never on the rims. It's always just on the body of the car. And then there's always some kind of political reference. We've seen this. It's always a Trump reference. It's always a Trump reference. Yeah. I did appreciate that pastor guys like, by the way, I'm not offended at all. So you vandal, you did not succeed, which is why I'm here grandstanding on the news. Like if you're not offended at all, you're like, sorry, I got shit to do. I'm not talking to you guys. I don't care. He clearly does care a lot. He clearly is offended. And you know, if he believes that this is a legit case, fine. Good. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to implicate him necessarily because I, I don't have reason to believe he's in on the scheme. He's probably not. Yeah. 
if there's a scheme. Maybe it's not. And again, as always, this one is, is a little shakier than others. So if this one gets exposed, if the actual ghost of Hitler did this spray painting, I will return to the story and correct it as we. It was do. just juicy Smollier in <laughs> in KKK garb. It's going to be yeah. on some kind of dash cam or something like that. All right. Well, that's a show. You know, all things considered, we made okay time yeah. with how much we crammed into this show. So let's catch up with Super Chat. We'll Let call me reload this. I'll swing over to... Uh, I was going to hop on Streamlabs when you disappeared so I could uh, check back in over there. Uh, Phil says... Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, different Phil. Philip says, Tim Poole says, quote, am I going to do another video on how bad the Democrats are? Me, huge grin. Please, please, please. We should have another betting pool about whether uh, Tim will, in fact, vote for Trump. Uh, I know he's resisting, but I see it as a high probability that Tim caves and votes for Trump. You know, That'd you be interesting to, if I don't vote for Trump and Tim Poole does vote. For he Trump. cancels you out. Yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, let's see. We have PP Kitty over on uh, Streamlabs who says, "Hey, blonde, how about the name Ellie Marie for your daughter? It's the name of my wife. Uh, it it's is the cute. name of my wife wants and wants to. Oh, it's the name his wife wants to use if they have another girl. Mm, I also like the name Ella. Yeah, those are cool. Well, thanks, thanks for supporting the show. I am and, not going uh, <laughs> Hope you do have that girl." Congratulations. And Philip also says the real cause of the Iowa caucus fiasco, diversity hiring uh, could be a culprit. I don't know. Uh, but they, they, on the other side of it, that was an MSNBC clip. I didn't even have time to play is the, the fiasco was the result of too many white people. It was racism since I was like 91% white. It's too racist for a successful caucus. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. That's why it went haywire. Yeah. All right. That's all we got on the stream lives. Uh, Scott Allen says military is apolitical and do not make policy. If Vinman wanted to speak out, he should have resigned before like the head of Navy spec war did last week. He was ordered not to respond to the subpoena and disobeyed the order. I didn't read that one today. No, okay. I don't think so. Thank you, Scott. Eric CIA <laughs> Ramella. You're looking very lovely tonight and blonde Thank looks you. good. Also. Thank you for not dropping the marshmallow bomb. We did test it on Wednesday and they let me get away with saying the, name of the alleged whistleblower, the actual name, not Erica Marshmallow, but the actual name yeah. many, many times. And that stream was not punished. So I think you might be able to say the name now, but I'm not sure. And I don't want to risk tonight's entire stream on it. Yeah. <laughs> Live chat. She's going to vote in vote or she's going to ride in Lizzo. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'll be the day, but I could see it. Um, Evan Schultz, Matt, thank you for pointing out that shall arms and a determined populace can hold off a military superpower. Yeah, well, and it was funny that Joe Biden used the, the AK-47 specifically. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not that other rifles are not capable. Of course they are. But it's like, dude, that's the rifle of like, you know, people yeah. in rice hats. <laughs> that's yeah. all they have. Like, what are you talking about that those are insufficient? See Vietnam, see Afghanistan. That's all they had. They didn't even clean them. They didn't even maintain them. Right. Yeah. Uh, well of sticks. Never thought I would have sympathy for a bunch of tankies who want me dead, but the Dems have found a way. The Bernie bros are the last people with conviction on the left. They deserve to lose in November. I thought you were going to say they deserve to live. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm at the point of feeling a lot of sympathy for the Bernie people. I do think they're getting screwed and I'm kind of on the tinfoil train about what happened in Iowa. Yeah, I mean, I can't quite understand why Democrats are so super resistant to Bernie. I mean, is is it because he's a Democratic Socialist by name? As far as I'm concerned, they're virtually all 
socialist. They're all pretty close. They all have their own flavors of his policies. Some might not go Even Andrew quite Yang, as far. that people think is some kind of like centrist UBI is just wealth redistribution. Yeah, of course. Um, Caleb GS83. Um, did you guys see the viral tweet featuring a newspaper from 1998 stating that Pete Buttplug was arrested for killing five dogs? Also, what? get on entropy. Yeah, it's totally Is that fake. real? It's not. Okay. It's a meme generator. It has wow. to be. There, first of all, there's no way we wouldn't have heard about this. And then in the yeah. article, it says that he strangled the five dogs. <laughs> He's not strong enough to do that. No, with his Come weak on. little faggy hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> but y'all see, um, that guy on Wednesday with the helium voice was the funniest leftist caller you've had to date. <laughs> Anyone who didn't hear it is missing out. Also, uh, you run a great show and I hope you have a nice day. Thank oh, you. Well, thanks. It's very end of the calls on Wednesday. Really if you weird. want to go find, I don't know if that person was serious or if it was a bit, he had like a helium voice and he's like, die Nazi bitch. Fuck you Nazis. <laughs> yeah. But he, 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 he the, the funny part is we were trying to get him to talk, but he was just talking intermittently and randomly. So we didn't even get to discuss. What did he, he say just, to you? Uh, he said something about how we were both wrong about certain issues and how we'd been debunked. Or, or something like that. Oh, yeah. But it was funny. It was a funny bit. I don't think that it was a leftist. I think it was a joke, but I don't know. I don't know. Either. That person did not get in touch with me. Sharp breath, Scorpion. On Wednesday, Blonde, your childhood fear was nuclear warfare. Matt's was aliens peeking through the window. Mine was yeah. Salem's Lot vampire. You know, like that one scene. Crazy how our, how our perspectives change. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really afraid of nuclear war anymore. Aliens peeking through the window is still kind of a concern. You ever get worried? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess I often wonder how I would handle an alien interaction. Like, would I immediately resort to violence and self-defense? Like, would I would I shoot an alien, basically? Huh. Or would I try to, like, interact with it? What are you afraid of now? Um, Like, genuinely afraid of? What is your biggest fear at this point of time in your life? Uh, legitimately, uh, political strife, like civil unrest, especially as we go into the 2020 election. Yeah. That is my number one concern. And that relates to everything that relates to your financial security. That relates to your physical security. Um, that relates to potentially your, your food security, all this stuff. I don't think it's likely. I'm not saying, yeah. Oh, we all have to have a bunker, but I do think it's, I think you're a foolish person rolling into the 2020 election. If you're not prepared to at least last a day or two's time without someone helping you out. Yeah. That's all. That's definitely true. Yeah. Um, Eric CIA Ramella says Adam Schiff drugs and rapes young boys. Sorry for the leak speak. YouTube, YouTube would not allow original <laughs> message. I don't know. The width of his neck signifies to me that you're telling the truth. That's all the evidence I have. <laughs> Um, Matt yeah. Fields, Mayor Pete, hashtag America needs another leader. Anal 2020. If he wins, we'll have the f, uh, f the faggot goddess, fag goddess. Um, first wow. gentleman of the U.S. pronounced faggotus. Another DNC st- fix. Why would anyone think anything else? <laughs> we'll try. It. I mean, I just, Gay! I just can't vote for somebody no matter what they believe. If I know he's getting plugged in the ass by it it's too big of a hurdle for you to I, clear no i i i cannot do it um pass would you um, if if somebody like mayor pete like an effeminate chinless fago with a husband that does butt stuff to him came along but and he, he says pretty much aligned with your political values he says everything it. i agree with and i believe he's sincere like it's not a it's not a bit yeah um 
but it had but it's legit it's literally pete Buttigieg, or it's just a generic he's somebody uh, you know akin to pete Buttigieg. if it's pete the guy i just it's his face man he's got <laughs> just, a really punchable face it's the lack just, of chin it's i know that nose talking. sniffs some butts and it makes me laugh every time when i see it see? so um in general, though, in general, uh, obviously, I care about the the values of the person and the sincerity with which they describe them. And I care about identity issues of the person. Yeah. But, but how are we going to posture to the Middle East and stuff when we have some butt pirate president? They're going mean, to be like, uh, OK, you might as well have elected a woman. It, <laughs> it's crude, but I think the question is fair. I do think that that's a that's a real um, concern. I don't think that's fair to people like Mayor Pete, but Aww. I think that is a reality. I'm not saying good, but I do yeah. think that 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 is a real concern. I'm um, totally team to take your vote back, old lady. <laughs> Quantum football. It does not surprise me. Matt and I once made love. He put his caucus in my Buttigieg. <laughs> I still don't know how to say his name. Buttigieg. 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 Boot edge edge. I like butt judge. Just straight up. You could sticks goes with booty judge. That's a good one. Yeah. Booty judge. I just like butt judge. Because he judges all the butts. Yeah. He, he judges butts at the county fair. He puts ribbons on them after he sniffs. Best them. butt. Best smeller. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I laughing? <laughs> Nobody says, what are your guys' plans for Sunday, March 15th? Practice shooting. Read about the great replacement. Mm. Go to a church or visit a mosque in prayer. I remember there was a killer. Jesus, dude. Disavow. Dis disavow. Dis that one's way too aggressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, Skip Mayfield. When do we get to call him Mayor Buttplug? You can call him whatever you like. I approve. I like that. Um, Marty McFly, eighty-eight miles per hour. Wow, thanks, Marty McFly, eighty-eight miles per hour for the for the one thousand dollars super chat. You liar. <laughs> you lie. And Is he, he trying to Canadian money too? Does Canadian money count? I don't know. Does anything from Canada count? Their milk comes in bags. You. Gravy on fries is the only thing bitch. they ever got right. And Robin Riley was born there. So that's Fair it. Enough. Two things. And Anne of Green Gables. All right. Capitalism for the win. Can we please call him Pete Button Gag since he liked butts and gagging? Fair enough. Also, some text that's upside down and I'm too lazy to read. And I'm thinking I'll have to vote hang on Super Tuesday or Bernie whoever. What? Maybe sabotage and vote? Uh, maybe he's talking like voting for, he must vote on super Tuesday, being a super Tuesday state typos really tripped me up because my brain doesn't work. And Susan wiki wiki has a character limit. Yeah. Stunning and brave. The Chinese government didn't kill that boy in Wuhan by leaving him alone to starve to death. They just performed a very late term abortion on the spastic. Some of the footage coming out of China is gnarly. And I hesitate to play some of it on the show. One, because we can get in trouble for graphic displays and two, because a lot of it is difficult to verify the exact circumstances of what's going on. But whatever's going on in China is gnarly, man. Like, yeah. and it looks like a lot of overlap between uh, convenient people who are conveniently, they just so happen to be sick, but also they're politically inconvenient. You get what I'm saying? Like it's combo uh, medical quarantine and political gulag. That, that yeah. seems like opportunism going on in China right now. Uh, yeah, we should strive to be like the Chinese, though, for whatever reason. They can't develop their own intellectual property. They eat dogs. Have you tried the bat soup? Delightful. uh no because i'm not a savage so racist also, gross um greg yeah. olson do you think bernie biden and steyer's anger frustration hurts them i watched the debate and they became very annoying i do because i think that um qualities like that people perceive as feminine energy and spite 
like I think the can the, the male candidate that spoke about negatively about Trump the least would be perceived as the as the strongest. But everybody's like, ooh, Trump with his blah 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 blah. It makes them all seem like giant pussies. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh no, that's 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 fair enough. Thoughts and blogs. Matt, Mayor Pete will be the nominee. Support him early, and your forced gay marriage will be to a dude with a small PP. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that, that's as far as how bad the future could be. That's not that bad. I'll I'll um, take that. It's because you're super gay, Matt. Black Magic. Um, watch Laurel's excellent series, The Collapse. It's well thought out and has great production value. Seriously, Skag. I'm looking at you in particular. Don't be a lazy piece of shit on this one. That is of wow. all the things Skag is. Fence sitting, cuck, etc. Lazy piece of shit is not is not amongst them. Uh, I'm clearly the lazy piece of shit. In do this what I say or be a lazy piece of shit. Maybe that um, <laughs> was not the intent, but fair enough. Um, I will just take the opportunity to say Laurel makes good content, she does. Yeah. and I appreciate Laurel's content. If you don't like mine, um, that's fine, but it's not due to laziness. I'll assure you that. No, indeed. Two videos a year plus two show or two videos a month, a week, a week plus two shows every single week for four years. And at least one of those streams is very high effort. One of them. (laughs) And it's not Wednesday. At least. Joshy boy, haven't donated in a while. Time's been a little tough. Here's to my favorite evening mind coffee. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, And if money's tight, don't, don't donate to us. Buy groceries. And and as I will always say, there's no need to qualify or quasi apologize with support. We are more like this show. I'm broken record on it, but this show, the community that it is, that, that it is the fact that blonde and I are able to sustain doing this because of you guys. Like, listen, man, uh, if you're supporting that in any way, it's not even with your wallet. It's like sharing it with your friend and telling them to check out the show. Cause Susan wiki wiki won't refer it to anybody. We appreciate you guys very much. Yeah. And I appreciate that people are not giving me as much grief about getting pregnant fat as I thought I was going to get. <laughs> I'm only halfway through. I that, mean, I'll I be so. honest. I, I've not seen, I, we don't ever see each other in the flesh, but I don't view you as even, like heavier right now. I don't, Seriously, I don't see it. I really don't. 13 pounds. So. Well, that's to be, what's, what's like a healthy weight gain during a pregnancy? It's got to be about 30. Oh, wow. It's that high. I, I didn't expect it to be that high, but yeah. 25 to 35 is the government recommended for my BMI. So, hmm. okay. I'm going to gain about 15 more pounds. It's yeah. really bumming me out. Um, Philly cheesesteak. Mm, yeah. Please play Yang's response to Warren's idea of racial laws, racial laws. He's one of the only sane Dems running. He is actually poised to get Trump vote voter support. Also state of the union is partisan trash in the tradition. I'm with you on the state of the union. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if it went away, I suppose. Um, as far as Yang's response, I did hear it. He basically said, no, Elizabeth, we're not going to have racially conscious laws. We have to eliminate differences by just giving people $1,000. He went to his yeah. UBI bit, which I totally disagree with. But <laughs> at least it's race neutral. I will give him credit for that. At least it's not different treatment from the government on account of your race, which, as far as I gather, is what Elizabeth Warren is advocating. This is extraordinarily dumb, but it only just occurred to me in the last few months that all people would get the thousand dollars. I think no under Yang's wealthy. plan, it's not mean. It's not like yeah, if you're a billionaire, you still get it. You're yeah. not disqualified. Which seems crazy to me. But then, if 
if you don't enact that, then it's just welfare. So pretty much it's just, yeah, it's just cash payouts for people below a certain line. Uh, the least in the kingdom says it's pronounced booty judge. No cap. This is a perfect Mm. storm for the Dems. Do you really think this is all Trump also said God is using Trump in the same as Gideon. He is routing his enemies. The use of 300 in Gideon's time was so that he could get the glory the use of one man Trump in our time it's for the same reason. That's a deep cut. Deep hmm. cut. Fear me too, Brett. Negotiations with Asian, Middle Eastern, or South American countries will be super easy with a gay president. Yeah. Thailand will have Don't some count light. out Africa either. <laughs> where it's legitimately illegal in several countries. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I, I guess I hadn't considered that reality in this context, but... Um, well, I'm going to get a lawn chair and watch it play out and eliminate. I want to see this go down. I um, watch it. Metal Man said, did you? Oh, man, I'm going to have a hard time not commenting on this. Did you guys hear about Jordan Peterson and the left hmm. being gleeful about him needing to help getting off prescribed meds after his wife is diagnosed with terminal cancer? Tim Pool did a video about it today. Um, okay, so nobody should be gleeful about this. But what he is doing is really dangerous and he's going to have lifelong physical and mental repercussions from not doing a proper tapering off of benzodiazepam. Also, the video that his skank daughter just put out this week about how there was no physical addiction was such mind-numbing horse shit that I could barely even watch it. I was like, this is a family of charlatans. I can't even believe this. Addiction is mental and physical by definition. He should have just come out and been like, I couldn't cope with life. So I got very addicted to a substance. I was in way over my head and I had to get help. This is a dishonest way for him to deal with this. And isn't he all about intellectual honesty? I I just want to be very careful about what it's not pure speculation because his daughter did upload this video today to his channel. It was a few days ago. Or yeah, with it over the weekend. And so, so through that, he is volunteering information publicly. I think it is fair to draw your own conclusions on that. However, oh, she said only physical addiction. Sorry, no. Un- until I, I see or hear from the man himself, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt and refrain from speculation because I just don't know. And I don't know his daughter personally well. Whatever, I I have my skepticism about the accuracy of some of her statements sometimes. That's what, like being on read. an all meat diet will cure whatever ails you. So I, I just, I'm not even willing to take her word as a hundred percent true, even though, as you said, it seems like some sort of design statement as opposed to her just riffing off the cuff. And also um, there was no responsibility taken in the statement either. Like I presume they went over the statement with, with Jordan and they were like, and then his dose was increased as though he had nothing to do with the increase in his dosage. This was just such a missed opportunity to talk about, how anybody, no matter wealth or status or intellectual prowess, can become a victim to addiction, and instead, it, they just like uses that as a as an opportunity to I don't know grift people. It really pisses me off. Well, I obviously I hope for the best for him too, and I I, I want to hear from the man himself. Although if it's to be believed, there are complications going on right yeah, now. Yeah, she so said just, that yeah. he was in an induced coma and that he couldn't speak or walk. It's like that should not be happening with Mm. a proper taper program with benzodiazepam. What's going on here? Mm. Uh, The least in the kingdom. Real James Woods is back on Twitter. Oh, really? He was locked up at Seth MacFarlane's basement, apparently. Yeah. Either my info was wrong or he's been finally been released. Uh, It doesn't matter which is true. He's back. Oh, that's He's trolling hard. I've seen the tweets. Yeah. Um, Metal man. Trump is successful in helping Americans. Shapiro. Clearly, this is just the devil's work. 
<laughs> Jewish God. Oy vey, what am I a joke to you? <laughs> I, was that the, you that was, I don't think that was a quote. Is that, was it, I don't uh, think, did Ben say that? Come on. Uh, yes, I'm sure he did. Um, I believe everything that is put in our live and super chat. If it's anti Ben, I do. Then you know it. Then Blonde will buy it for sure. I will. I will yeah. buy the hell out of it. Uh, reject modernity. This is for blonde. Let's make it a reality. We got to make sure David Hogg gets AIDS. Um, <laughs> it already is a reality. It's, it's established. We all saw the video. AIDS or veganism. I truly can't tell the difference. See Moby. Um, Pisky Hawk. I wish I could look half as good, half that good at a hundred jokes on me, though the military makes you look twice as bad by 30. That's so true. <laughs> they run you guys man. into the ground. Laurel, to both of you, how is your prepper going? Prepping going? What are you still missing, if anything? Um, we're kind of low on ammo. I, I don't think we have more than a thousand rounds here. Phoenix ammunition. That's true. Phoenix ammo. I think it's phoenixammo.com or phoenix-ammo.com. Phoenixammo.com. Five percent off using promo code MC Listener. Ship it straight to your door. Ah, blonde didn't deny there are benefits to carnivore, only that it won't cure all ailments. We're meant to eat fruits and vegetables and a healthy, balanced <laughs> diet. You shouldn't be eating all meat. This is a uh, retarded fad diet. Oh, so Laurel's question. I, I'm in pretty good shape, but the only thing I don't have is um, like I have, there's nothing I have that's renewable. That is to say, if I had to sustain on this property, I don't have like renewable food sources. I have what I have. I have dried food. I have, you know, a limited water supply. But if all that were cut off, there's not a lot. There's not a long term sustainability, but I don't know that I want to go that deep. People that prep to like. Plus, my neighborhood is just, I don't live like on a farm way out there where I could sustain by myself without other people anyway. So if it, if it all went to hell in this neighborhood, I'd probably, I'd have to bug out. I gotta get a bug out spot. I gotta get a bug out tree house some, somewhere out in the wilderness. I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay says, school choice is BS. You can pick your kid's school, but you don't have the choice to keep your kids away from the type of student the president is giving scholarships to. Oh Jeez. my God. That girl was like clearly a little nerd. Well, uh, I can tell because of her glasses. I, I am, but on the principle though, like, yes, you should have, I, I obviously believe in school choice to the maximum extent. I think you should have the say in where your kids are going to school. And if we want to take issue with the, the way that freedom manifests itself in terms of whether the schools have the correct racial integration levels or not, I'm less interested in that. And I'm more interested in parents of every color deciding and having the freedom to say, this school is good or this school sucks. My kid's going to go here or there. So, I, and I'm sure the super chatter would extend that same choice that he demands to everybody else as well. I'm sure that he would not have issue with that. Oh my God, live chat. The carnivore diet and the keto diet are not the same thing. God, they're totally <laughs> different. You're just going to get them going. <gasps> Stop That's fighting it. Keto is good for you. Um, where JC uh, editorial observation, right box can be way smaller than left box larger. Let's say 70, 30. What? I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Um, C2K for fuck's sake, blonde. I make one joke about you not needing money and you storm out on the stream. Get it together, girl. Here's your damn money. Now sit down already. To be honest, it was worth it to watch Matt panic. <laughs> We'd all leave. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of that, but it's just like this show is obviously planned insofar as it has a structure. It's not planned like it's scripted word for word, but if you get, if your power got cut off, it is throwing a grenade in the overall structure of the show. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're live before, you know, a sizable amount of people 
and all of, and I have to do like, I don't know, a jig or something or play the accordion to entertain them because the plan's gone out the window. Yeah. It's kind of a deer in the headlights type feel for sure. Oh my God. I got to suddenly read on this. I have to stop. Uh, Heteroclite Hinterwald. I just wanted to give you money and chat to Mr. Medicare. I haven't watched a Medicare video in a long time, but I've always liked him. Liked and feared him. Over on BitChute these days, right? Is he exclusive on BitChute? I think he got banned on YouTube, didn't he? Did Forgive he really? me if I'm behind the news here. Let Chat me know, can inform us. and no lying. But there was, a, there was a ban. I'm not sure if it got restored. But I know he does a lot of bitchu content. He is one of three people I fear. Mr. Medeker, Roosh V, Nick Fuentes. <laughs> Aren't you intervu- interviewing Roosh V shortly? I'm still afraid of him. I had a dream the other night because I'm still having all these crazy pregnancy dreams that Roosh V was just yelling at me for like five minutes. We'll see if like, it oh. becomes reality once this stream happens. I'm still scared of him. Um, Chris DeVries, good show. Watch for quite some time. Take some support. Thank you. Big LC, Nancy and Dems have been screaming illegal retaliatory firing over firings and impeachment witnesses, Vinman and Sondland. This is your first ah. impeachment 2.0 prediction, Matt. Yeah, ah. maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's a good bet. Too basic though. That, that one's too easily refutable to me. But yeah. maybe they'd go with it. Um, let me reload this. Sorry, I guess. Okay. So Medicare got struck and couldn't stream and lost monetization. He got it back by making weather report vids. He streams on YouTube and uploads his normal vids on bitchy. Oh, okay. Mm. I see. All right. Who was the last one? Um, we're on, uh, Sam D. Yeah. Filled out my March 3rd ballot. They included an, I voted sticker attaching it sticky side to the ballot insert paperwork, not the actual ballot. Gotta love California. (laughs) If you're voting in California is like a contradiction in terms. I don't think you I know. really do that. Some zombie cancels you out anyway. Yeah, really. Um, yeah. The least in the kingdom. Have you ever heard anyone complain that a trial wasn't fair for the prosecution before? The Dems are playing a dangerous game, yeah. clearly on tilt poker term. Follow X Verum on Twitter. No, I think you're exactly right. Complaining, complaining about the defense in a way that acknowledges the prosecution failed to do its job. Like the, yeah. Oh, we're mad. The defense didn't find more evidence for the prosecution. Sorry. Not the way it works. Weirdo. That's uh, whatever. I guess maybe they'd say, well, you shouldn't frame Senate Republicans as the defense. No, they are the jury. You're right. But, um, but yeah, maybe you blame the president's lawyers in that way for influencing them or whatever. Anyway, I, point is taken. Fat hooligan this week was full of win. And thanks to you guys for all you do. Thank you so much for watching. You know, the audience does a lot of work as well in donating and oh, watching. keeping the show alive 100%. Yeah. And ke- and cluing us into the truth and the facts when I accidentally totally mischaracterize a Mike Bloomberg ad. That was example. a minor blunder. I'll never forgive give myself. Yourself a, give yourself a break. Did um, we get did we get Derek? Did I, did I miss? Maybe did I, I just didn't Derek? hear it. Uh, getting closer to three hours. Keep it up. Oh, did I? Did I? Leave I don't it? know. I, I might have tuned out for a second. Maybe. I, I mean, honestly, you. like what three hour stream do you do you stick around for? I used to stick around for Crowder, but I haven't done that in like two years. Uh, th- well, it's three hours is a long time. And well, philosophically, I don't want to get there. But yes, keep us hanging around and we'll probably get there. Tonight is a particularly dense stream, though. Uh, also, so while I'm while I'm in your favor, subscribe to my channel with Robin Riley called Motherland. Please yeah, if you subscribe. want to listen to more, please subscribe. We're really struggling here. And Susan uh, Wiki Wiki's not going to promote that. I don't know. I saw one of my videos recommended the other day. Really? Ugh. Yeah, I think that's something about like resetting. You know. Well, Sargon created a whole new channel and he's blown it up. And like Is it he? does. Yeah, he gets tons of traffic on his new channel, way more than his Sar- original Sargon channel, which has. A million subscribers just because one wow. is algorithmically suppressed and the other is relatively fresh. 
Nice. So. Um, capitalism for the win. Have to comment since I live like 20 miles from the hoax hate. We actually have low racism in my experience in these neighborhoods. Mm. As most blacks there are stable middle class with jobs and families. That's the vibe I got too. And then every it time I've like been to the South. It's a pretty well-to-do place, yeah. Yeah. Every time I go to the South, I'm like, race relations here are super good because these people have had a longer period of time to learn how to coexist than other places. And they've like, gone through some real shit yeah. down there. Not, yeah. And not so this, I just like, don't feel like microaggression bullshit. There's, there's some real history there. But the perception of the South is that it's like white hicks with Confederate flags and something. Every time I go yeah. there, I'm like, this is not at all what, what is going mm. on. Jay Edgar, do you think Mayor Pete is the pitcher or the catcher? Um, <laughs> his husband is actually faggier than he is. So I think he's probably the pitcher. So I probably should have made would, so many jokes about bet. his loose butthole because... Yeah. They might, uh, they might, you know, they might swap roles once in a while. I wouldn't. Be I surprised. don't think that gay people typically do that. Really, it's like you're set in one role or the other. I don't know. For all the gay fans, I'm sure we've got a few. Um, do you guys switch roles, or is it? Are you guys pinch hitters? Okay. We'll find is out. Is that the term? Uh, uh, I mean, not precisely, but point. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Do switch, they switch hitters. Yeah, but we were using a pitching and catching metaphor, so yeah. the hitters. I don't you know. know baseball is. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Schatz. Hi, guys. Like the show. What are the odds you give, or what odds do you give on the Democrat Party actually breaking up before or after the election? I don't know. They've got a serious fissure. Uh, if they lose higher than if they win. Like, if they lose, you have a serious fracture. So I'd put it that way. If they lose, I could see. Yeah, I could see more moderate, like more Amy Klobuchar type type people, maybe potentially breaking off uh, away from like the Bernie types. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna have some problems. Uh, reject modernity. Um, search through brewing few brewing the brewing. I don't know if that is what you meant to say. We got the mainstream media pissed off because we called them pedophiles for having drag bingo. And that was kid friendly in a bar. Oof. Hmm. This does make me go right wing desk one. <laughs> Nobody says show the video of the China box chick. Love the new delivery box for mail order brides. Someone's going to have a fun Valentine's day. Go Corona Chan. What? Hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Hmm. Is that a real thing? Jitters um, says been a listener for a long time and I'm happy to finally do it. Thank you so much. Well, thanks. Respect you both for sticking to your principles. Ooh up for also being willing to hear other perspectives oh you both always come from a place of good intentions this is clearly just about you i was gonna say when i think blonde i think principles and open-mindedness and good intentions (laughs) thank you i appreciate it uh but thank you so much rainier chen finally opened up a youtube and bitshoot channel do you guys have any advice on gaining more audience and maintaining Mm. regularity even when the initial passion has burned out thanks well that's Um, that's another question well, um, the reality is it's more difficult today than it ever has been, but my advice would not change. That is to say, whether you got in five years ago when you could still get some algorithmic promotion or today when you can't, at least if you're talking about anything worth talking about, no matter what, the key to success is regularity. It is making the product that your audience wants when they want it without exception, as we have tried to do on this show every Sunday without exception for years. And that's the way that you build an audience. Even if you make a great video and it goes viral, it doesn't mean months uh, much in two months time if you haven't made anything for that audience lately. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about getting your initial passion burning out, that's probably a red flag. I'm not saying don't do it, 
But the reality is you have to love doing it for it to be successful in terms of building a sizable audience. I would say to anyone, only make content when you actually enjoy making it for its own sake, whether 20 people watch it or 20,000 people watch it. Because if you don't enjoy the tedious part of like sitting down and making the video, you'll never last. It will just be the ultimate chore. And these days, the reward for that chore is less and less. Yeah. Um, so you will burn out and then demand that your husband get you pregnant so that you don't have to make YouTube videos anymore. And, and some of us don't have that luxury. Ride on the of a <laughs> bigger YouTuber and make a weekly stream with him. That is. Um, so do my my advice would be in the spot that you're in, do it only insofar as you love doing it. Mm-hmm. And if that's once a month, that's fine. With, you'll have to realize that like it's going to be slow going. Yeah. But as long as you enjoy making it for its own sake, carry on. Yep, I'm with you. Um, last one is Marba 93. The U S needs to be careful how it chooses to define itself to the rest of the world. Nothing more defines the decadence of the West or inflames our country's opponents than our celebration of homosexuality. That is so true. It's a collapsitarian case. Uh, yeah, I mean, but there is something to be said about like, about other countries being afraid of us. This is why we can't have a gay or Mm. female president. Are we going to find out? We're going to find out next come uh, November. Not going to happen. Can't wait to watch the show. Oh, we're good. Uh, o- over on uh, DLive real quick says, Crypto uh, crypto Crook says, Matt, my na- uh, stop botching my nick- nickname. It's Crypto. It's not Crypto Crook. Feel the difference. The reason is that like DLive chops people's names for me to read them. So that's why I do this abbreviated version because that's what DLive shows me. So I apologize for that. But uh you know, DLive's a weird place that's not the most intuitive. We do the best we can. Thanks for supporting the show, of course. Mr. Spry Guy just said, uh, sorry if negative, but why is it, or sorry if repetitive, why isn't blonde voting? Trump disenchantment? Uh, yeah, I mean, he hasn't really done anything that I wanted him to do. Uh, we're still deeply entrenched in Middle Eastern affairs. Uh, I don't see a fucking wall. He was talking about, in the last State of the Union address, talking about increasing the number of H-1B visas. It's like, I'm on team and culture with this. It's like, uh, have you done anything that I asked for? Um, I knew he was a populist when I voted for him. And I also don't buy this argument. Like you have to vote for him because he's better than the alternative. I don't have to vote for anybody. You can't make me vote for somebody. Abstaining is a legitimate voting act. It doesn't really matter. I agree. Anyway. Unless you're in California where they're considering mandatory voting, That's which is insane. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree that sometimes vote, not voting is voting. Like you're not, you're not, this is make sense. You're not not voting out of apathy. In your case, not voting is an affirmative statement of rejection of the options, which right, I think right. is your free speech right. I don't, I don't, I don't think California can constitutionally compel you to vote in the same way. I don't think they can constitutionally compel you to say the right pronoun. Um, and then the wall thing uh, that is was always um, secondary to getting legal immigration under control and deporting the millions of illegal immigrants that are Mm. here, neither of which he's done. He's talking about increasing legal immigration. So I care about the wall, but I don't care about it nearly as much as getting illegal immigrants out of this country and dealing with chain migration and other issues like that. So that's my number one issue. And he's failed me miserably. Um, so why do, why am I, why, why, why am I beholden to him? Why? Crypto crook, uh, Mr. Spraga and Darth Jones, the top supporters over on D live tonight. Thank you guys very much. Real quick. Check up on streamlabs. We'll call it a night. Uh, just a couple. Phil says, 
these lefty these lefties are going to force me to vote for um well he's got a nickname for donald trump again aren't they <laughs> i guess so it's kind of the point we're just making yeah i mean it's a question of do you do you want to collapsitarian or do you want to prolong with some semblance of um of american tradition with donald trump rome was collapsing for centuries so yeah. i really don't want to be in that situation my whole life let's get this shit over with Risen Victory says, I hear Pelosi was late to work because her husband was using her broom to sweep up Trump's State of the Union speech. Could be. Rich Ben says, I 100% believe that puppet Mitt prayed to his God, which so happens that Mormons and Catholics pray to the same God, and he is named Lucifer, a.k.a. Satan. I don't know if Mitt Romney prays to Lucifer or not, but who knows? Phil says, the Bolsheviks and their cousins, the neocons, will never forgive Putin and the Russians for surviving the communist collapse. And lastly, Dindu Nuffins. I thought it was Dindu Muffins, which would be a great name for a bakery. <laughs> really good. Bakery in the hood. Yeah. Dindu Muffins. <laughs> well, sorry, Susan. Says, uh, feel the burn. No, feel the butt burn. Pete Butt Judge. It's yeah, a great way to end the night. Anything else before we get out of here? No. I thought right. it was going to be like a five-hour stream, so pretty good time i think we're actually shorter than last week so thanks for hanging out with us these long streams tend to cause the issues with the sinking so hopefully the sinking doesn't happen but if it does it again bit shoot d live check that out appreciate you guys hanging out and uh, feeding us information in the chat and disgusting nicknames in the chat and just you know whatever but if you're listening later on demand on youtube or one of our other platforms thank you kindly as well for supporting the show if you want more of the show Blonde said she's got another show, Motherland. Check that out. You can get that from her channel. Uh, we no, also no, have. No, it's a channel, Motherland. The link is on your channel. But though. the link is on my channel. Okay. And uh, we also have more stuff on the audio platforms, including the call in show. You can go listen to that weird guy who called us Nazis. Check those links in the description, too. You can email us. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll be back next Sunday, because if it's Sunday. Sorry, Chuck Todd. It's not, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty in the Beta. Bye, guys. Good night.